Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> ah, rise and shine, Googans. Go top on a Monday morning. We are in a pickle. Ah. All day they will approach me. What do you think about the Jaguars? What do you think about last night? What do you think about the last two or three weeks? So I'm going to carry. E, good morning, friend. How are we? We're right, hanging good. in there. I'm going to I'm going to carry around E as my hype man. And whenever anyone today or tomorrow or this week, or unless something drastically changes, anytime anyone over the next few days or weeks asks me. What do you think about the Jaguars? I want to say, E, hit them. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Sing along with me, gang. Pretending oh, summertime, we felt good, well. didn't we? Put on our bathing My suits, flexed a little bit. Such, I pretend too much. Pretend too much. I'm yeah. Get out of here! Kill the music, hype man. We don't need it anymore. There's your. There's the bottom line right there. The great pretender. That's what the 2023 season will. We can end up calling. We are the great pretender. Oh yeah, we kicked some sand on some of those light heavyweights early mid year. Got a false sense of security of what we are. We are a notch below what we want to be. That's a fact. We've had numerous. Acid tests to tell us right exactly where we are on the contender scale, and we landed with the spinning tops as a pretender. You could call us the great pretender after some of the kudos we accepted, but that's what I'm left with last night. I'm like, we're just, we're pretenders, dude. We're not up there with these big boys. We're a level below. Let's see if the level that we're really punching at. Middleweight, light heavyweight, I don't know how to describe us, but the Kansas City, San Francisco's, you know, the Baltimore's, just stop. We could play that Joker team last night a hundred times, man. And, and I know, well, gosh, we missed two field goals. We fumbled inside the 20. We, we, Trevor, by the way, was just awful last night, wasn't he? I don't know what the numbers are. I don't care. I'm watching it. He was, too, the worst game is a Jack. Worst game is a Jack. The just bumbling, fumbling, idiotic mistakes. Who drops the ball just trotting inside the 20-yard line? Who does that? What Pop Warner team was I watching last night? Missing on his throws. That guy's open last night. Choosing the right guy. The fumble, the turnover. No bueno, man. Listen, are they a playoff team? I don't know. We'll see. Now tied for the division lead with those two flopping fish we call the Texans and the Colts. But that's where we are. We showed everybody these last three weeks, didn't we? We'll show you. Yeah, we showed them. Showed them what we are. Great pretenders. Um, it's disappointing. It's just a reality. Last night's the ultimate reality of what we are. This season is ending way before the big boys are playing for big prizes. It just is. You get deep enough into a season, and in this case, four. 14 games. 
We're eight and six. We can't win at home. The lines of scrimmage continue to be eh. And if the quarterback doesn't play great, we don't win. Right? Could we have won last night if the kicker could kick straight? Maybe. I mean, maybe the game is different until the very end if the kicker could kick straight. But suddenly McManus is like one for his last five or six. What are we doing, man? We're pretending. That's what we're doing. And we've had opportunities to measure ourselves, and we're pipsqueaks. We're little pretending little Jacksonville. Oh, look at Jacksonville. Aren't they cute? Eight and three. Oh, they're so sweet. Kansas City came to town, just slapped us right in our face, said, make me a sandwich. The 49ers came to town. They literally laughed at us and kissed our women on the cheek as they went out of town. And then the Ravens last night said, hey, man, you, you want to play some more smash ball, kitty cats? Oh, aren't you cute little boogers? Come on over here to your daddy, Ravens. Let me show you how the power uh, boys are playing here. Y'all just step aside and watch. And then they did. And then they steamrolled us. The offense is an abject mess, man. Can't do anything good. The play calling is eh. The receivers aren't getting open. When they do, Trevor either misses them or throws to the wrong guy. We have a quarterback who seems to dip his hands in Crisco oil at some point of the ball game. Protect the football, man. Now, the one, the late fumble, at which by uh, that point, everybody in the world was frustrated. That one really did more good than it did harm. Instead of just having to punt, which we would have, and allow the Ravens to chew up four or five minutes, which they would have, just go ahead and give them the ball deep in our own territory and get a field goal out of it quickly. So there's a part of you that watched that first half, all the mistakes that were made, all the points that were left on the field. And if you and if you eliminate those mistakes, you might can convince yourself that we are close to somewhat on par with, in this case, the Ravens. But you would just be lying to yourself. We do make those mistakes. We continue to. And when we hear the postgame, we're going to hear a lot of the same. I hate to pull it up. I'm going to pull it out, man. It's like I'm listening to Marone. Maybe we listen to, 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 to Gus Bradley. What's the Charlie Brown teacher, man? That's what I hear now at these press conferences. Uh, yeah, Coach, could you uh, describe what happened there in the sequence at the end of the first half? Okay. Thank you. Will we ever win again, Coach? <laughs> Am I wrong? If I'm lying, I'm dying, baby. All <laughs> right. You sound just like. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we are. We're Charlie bleeping Brown, and the Ravens just pulled the ball right out from under us again. Uh, McManus kicks it about like old CB lately. I mean, I I think, yeah, I I I think is it Logan Cook the holder? I don't pay any attention. Maybe. I'm assuming Logan Cook's the holder on the kicks. That's how much I pay attention to kicks. I see if they go through the uprights or not. And lately with old McManus, why bother looking? I'll just go ahead and get a sandwich. He's going to miss this. Dude hadn't made one since like November. And so those were opportunities. The first half they gave the game away. Chris Collinsworth made. By the way, shout out NBC. Appreciate your 
clickety-clack coverage last night. This is like, it, it just stutter-jumped the whole game. I mean, it's 2023, and it just like static interfered the whole time. It was like, and jump back. Like we're in, you know, 1987 trying to understand cable TV technology. So shout out to you, Jokers. You were as bad as we were. They had, they had, they had their chances in the first half. That, that that's legit. And again, the same kind of things that have bogged us down from time to time. We're just not a complete outfit, and the complete outfits that have come to town have slapped us around and proven it. Yes, yep, we're the great pretenders, man. That's us. I mean, three weeks ago, we had the Bengals coming to town. We're the number one seed in the AFC and talking about big, big dreams, right? I threw the word maybe, maybe. Take maybe out behind the barn. Put a put a dadgum uh, skull and crossbones on maybe. And speaking of skull and crossbones, you better be flipping careful. You better be careful. The Bucks aren't going to lay down. The Bucs are seven and seven. You are what you are in the NFL. And you know what we are? We're a middling, piddling, phony, pretending, baloney fest of a football team is what we are. We're an eight and six team from the bad division that's going to get lucky to host a, a playoff game if we pillow fight our way to a division title against the two teams that have no business owning the same record we do. We've lost five times at home, man. Yeah, we're a phony, man. Phony. The great pretenders. That's what we sit here. That's how we sit here this morning. Now, there's positives. Today's not the day to get into them. We can get into the positives moving forward. There are plenty of them. Sometimes you got to measure, put your, put your disappointment on the old heartache scale, the old despondency scale, and realize that this kind of anger... And, and and depression a little different from the ones that come when you're three and eleven. I get it. We're not that. When the time comes to look at the glass half full, moving forward, and I'm not ready to kill the 2023 season. Let's ride it out. Let's see if we can win the pillow fight. Let's see if we can claim some measure of success this year, a division title, host a playoff game in the middleweight AFC. We're capable of beating anyone unless they're a big boy, and then we will not beat them. And after what we've watched the last month, there's no reason to feel like you would beat the Bengals, the Browns, the Ravens, the, the Chiefs. There's no reason to feel the Bills right now will probably beat us silly. It's a long season, man. Highs and lows and waves of successes and failures. And, buddy, we were in a rip curl, and a failure has thrown us into the reef where we're bloodied, we're battered, and have been exposed as, oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Play it for me, hype man. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. There you go. Sing it, E. Embrace it. That's what we are. Pretending we're living well. We're in three. Come on, I pretend. Too much, I pretend. I'm lonely. And lost. Uh, we can tell. We can tell. 
This is the drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcemenonly.com. We got plenty to get to. We'll have a just a grand old time dissecting this frog all morning. 23-7 the final. Jags tied for the division lead at 8-6 and six with two other teams. Yeah, remember that whole list? And if you can go 2-2, two and two, they got to go 4-0. and oh? Yeah, well, now if you can go 2-1, and one, they got to go 3-0. and oh. They coming. These other guys are playing like they got something to prove, man. Uh, biggest disappointment, though, for me last night by a mile was wearing number 16. And it just wasn't right from start to finish. And there have been a lot of games where you can put a lot on the rest of those elements around Trevor Lawrence. This is one of the few, by my estimation, and I know y'all out there, many of you disagree. I am not getting into a tit for tat and, uh, you know, like on the text line this morning or back and forth um, into validating this, that, or the other. I'm not. This is, you know... Let's go back to early last year, maybe some of those games on the road, Washington, Philly, whatnot, or the first year as a rookie where he did lose a couple. I I thought Trevor Lawrence lost the game last night. I thought he lost the game. I thought they, for the first time in a long time and for not many times in his career, and by the way, this has happened to other greats, but I'm not going to mince time with that. As I said, moving forward as we get better and try and figure out how to build a winner because this one wasn't built right at all. Uh, our our front office failed us so bad last offseason. They failed us so bad. We could be a lot better than we are. We could be a lot better with a, just a little bit more shrewd management, with just a little bit better reading of the roster, <clears throat> where we were in our development, what we really needed. We could be a lot better. And they completely failed us a year ago. They've set us back a whole year of development with a pretty pee-poor draft and absolute abject no impact in free agency. What's the guy's name? Is it Matabuike? Is that the big fella for Baltimore? Yeah. They're raving about him. He's got 12 sacks. E.T., third-round draft pick a couple years ago to Texas A&M. Oh, man. Would you rather have him or Fortner? Oh, come on. Well, don't ask the guys downtown drafting because they told us who they'd rather have. They'd rather have Fortner. We got to go find some of these true talents that are out there and being scooped up by contenders and developed into winning football players. Because we are not doing that. And so now we're left here with this 8-6 and six mess. We've been absolutely punked by our football team at home. As a new season ticket holder, jeez, uh, this is what it's all about? I'll tell you what, how about next year I drive over the Buckman and just throw it out the daggum window, man? Or maybe next year I do send my money downtown. Just don't send it to the billionaires. Maybe I'll just every Sunday I'll spend three hours spending four five hundred dollars and feed the homeless downtown. At least somebody will get something out of it. So just one last coup de gras for this football team. One last slap across the face of embarrassment. Just as they did two weeks ago in Monday Night Football, fumbled and bumbled and bungled. The Bengals game. Last night, they just said, okay, here comes the bully. Mommy, where's your skirt? Where can I hide? The big bad Ravens are in town. And and then proceeded to play like the pretenders that it is quite obvious at this stage that we are. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Sail it off to break. 
You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL. I'm going to take you inside the lament of the losers, inside their own locker room, as they'll mouthful move and the excuses will come and the reality will stand. Three straight losses. Two in prime time. From eight and three to eight and six. Boys, put on your pajamas and fill up your down pillows and turn off the lights and just leave the lamps on and go have yourself a with a pillow fight down in Tampa. We'll drink sawdust here in the studio. Back with more next. You're listening to The Drill. I just emailed the NFL in the break. The quick email as we check our postseason chances. Quick update. What's the, you know, again, the policy on getting credentials. And could you classify for us, please, you know, your your thoughts on the probability the Jaguars will be a, a playoff team and they sent me back a music video. I, I don't know what that means. E, what, can you open it for us? I uh, see what you're doing. Pretending, baby. All about pretending. They should play this when the team runs out on the field against the Carolina Panthers. Wouldn't that be appropriate? Ladies and gentlemen, your Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretending. Yeah, no contending here, gang. This season is uh, long. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Put a cap on it, man. If we got these uh, designs or dreams. And this team isn't good enough, by the way, to be that crazy team that catches fire. They, this team can't beat three good teams in a row, bro. Right, E? We're there now. When I, I'm talking about we're going to get shots like San Francisco, Kansas uh-huh. City, you know, the Ravens last night. I wouldn't trust us against the Bengals right now. I wouldn't trust us against the Bills right now. We might can win this little sissy fest of a division we play in where embarrassingly we have lost three straight to fall back into a tie. Maybe we can win that division. Maybe. That's certainly not a sure thing. Again, man, I, I'll, I'll, I'll ride or die, but I'll at least admit some shaky confidence. After we lost to, to, to Cleveland, we said if we lose this week, you, people think they're just now going to pick it up and win three straight, and they might. Don't get me wrong. But if you're confident they're winning the next three, shame on you, man. If you're confident they're winning in Tampa this week, you're not paying attention, bro. And, and sis, if you're confident, we'll be fine. We'll go down to Tampa and win. Not so fast. You're not watching. Tampa went to Green Bay yesterday, won by 14. Baker Mayfield played like a number one overall pick. Our guy didn't. Baker Mayfield went into Green Bay through 350 yards at a perfect quarterback rating. Our guy drops the ball while he's just running unencumbered. We're a mess, man. We're a mess of, 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 of incompetence right now. Physically, mentally, fundamentally. These are, we're, we can't do the small stuff right now. And we're week 14. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Doug Peterson even admitting some of these controllable. It's extremely frustrating because again, it's the pride of the team, right? It's your the individual efforts, and and there's some there's great effort out there. It's just that we've got to be just ultra, you know, focused on on doing our jobs, right, and doing doing their jobs. And the number one prized possession on the field is the football, and and we got to we got to do a better job of protecting it. 
I'll I'll take you down just a painful reminder of the path of just what this football team did last night in the first half. I mean, really, man, it takes you back to the days following the five and eleven Jaguars, and you know, getting a little bit of success and some optimism here or there. But at the end of the day, in crunch time when it matters, you screw up. That's what we've done it all year, man. You know, it's what it is. We are what we are. Okay, we're good, not great by a mile. We're a second-tier football team. We have a second-tier quarterback. Both of those things can change. Hopefully, will change. But right now, as we sit, that's where we are. There are that group of contenders. There's that group of great quarterbacks. And we sit a level below them. In both, in, in both categories, we sit below them. Trevor's not as good as Lamar Jackson. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm going to go ahead now and reverse course again. And, yeah, I'll stand by what I said. See, that's why I said I'd take Lamar over Josh Allen. He's just as good. This guy is amazing, man. What a show. What a show to watch that guy extend plays. Listen, you got to take the positives where you can get them. All right? My Jags lost. The Falcons went totally Atlanta belly up as usual. My fantasy football team is in big trouble despite having a pretty good week. I it just it wasn't a great football weekend at all. Uh, the, the 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 Friday five pack no bueno two and three. So I I gotta just put all I gotta have a big party and a celebration that we got three sacks last night. We got three. That's thirty. We got three. I gotta get to thirty five to push. We got three last night. Could have felt like could have had about three more, but we kind of fell into that last gotten sack. So listen, I'm just searching. And we're still an eight and six football team. Well, there's a positive. We're still eight and six. But it's just the realization, and we kind of convince ourselves if we do this or that, then we can still be that team, right? Do you feel that? E, we've kind of been telling well, if you do this, if this guy comes back, if this group does that, at some point, man, you look in the mirror and you are what you are. You've been looking at the mirror and you're seeing, you know, yourself forty pounds overweight. You're not gonna wake up tomorrow, look in the mirror, and be be buff. Okay. If you went to sleep last night and looked in the mirror and you had a big, old, huge, honking pimple on the tip of your nose, when you woke up this morning, it's not gone. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I see what we are. I see what we are. We're a 10-7, and middle-of-the-road football team that a better team is going to have to come play us in our park if, and this is a big if, if we win the AFC South. And boy, shame on you, Jaguars, if you don't. Shame on you. Foyer Aluakin asked after the game, man, when do we, it, it's December, bro. Middle of December. We're going to see this football team play a full game. He's got to get one and start rolling. Keep practicing hard. Keep owning our calls on defense. Once we see one, it's kind of like a shooter. Once you see the ball going to the basket one time, you're going to get hot. So let's get, get on the win column. Uh, get these spirits turned around. But, you know, keep fighting. That's what we do. All right, uh, Jamal Agnew came back just in time without his long touchdown. The Jags would have, I don't know, goodness knows, maybe they get shut out last night. Uh, Agnew certainly has been around the team. Uh, wasn't on the field for the first two losses, but here the proud owners now of a three-game losing streak. And I don't know how the team feels. I'm sure as a fan base, you feel this season slipping away. What you say, Jamal? No, I, I don't think anybody in the building's worried about it slipping away. We, we know what we got to do. Like I said, we got to take it one game at a time still. Like, I'm going to keep saying that the urgency just got to pick up. We just got to keep holding each other accountable, trusting each other, loving on each other, 
you know, through the ups and downs because it's not, it's not always going to be good. Everybody's good in this league, so, you know, they're going to make plays, we're going to make plays. We've got to keep counting on each other, you know, holding each other accountable and, and just, I mean, just win. We've just had so many post-game, you know, dissections would have included these same kind of deals, man. And it's like the first half last night. It just, what a bunch of missed opportunities. Jazz get the ball. They, I don't know. I don't know if they drove it, but they got out to the to the 46. They were running it relatively, you know, efficiently. Um, ETN had a couple five, six-yard runs. Bogs down. Uh, you punt to the Ravens. Lamar begins his Houdini act right there. Very first possession. He did it all night long. Danced around in that pocket. I thought the D-line came at him pretty hard. But he just finds a way, and that Isaiah Likely is a player, isn't he? Went up and got a couple of big balls, got the touchdown, another another play late as the Ravens started, uh, Ravens started picking up some insurance in the second half. But the second position, the second possession, down three nothing. Uh, Lawrence hits a big one down the middle. Luke Farrell, we're deep into Ravens territory, um, and and then just kind of bogged down. Trevor sailed a couple of balls. He threw a couple into the ground. He he he. he they showed a play last night where he threw the little swing pass. The guy in the middle of the field would have been wide open. He just conglomerate conglomeration of mistakes for sixteen man. In in both execution and delivery. But we get it down to the thirty-seven. We bring in McManus. He clanks it off the right upright. Now you could see the wind blow the ball from left to right on that first miss. So. When we turned around in the second quarter and had another long field goal, maybe McManus should look at the flags on the top. Because that one he hit down the middle and it blew 20 yards left. So two missed field goals and back-to-back drives for the Jags. But the defense keeps battling. Rayshon gets an interception. Puts the Jaguars in pretty good position at midfield. Um... Complete a fourth and two to Ridley. Ball to the 31. Um, hit another p- uh, pass to Ridley. Third and one at the at the Baltimore 22. Little zip to Zay Jones. The march is on. We got it first and 10 at the 16. And uh, ultimately, after a penalty, too many of those. Third and 17 on the 23. Trevor with a scramble. He's got a first down. We're going to be in uh, 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 great shape. And he's around left end, ambling toward the sideline, inside the red zone in the 20. Drops the ball. Just drops the ball. I mean, just drop the ball. Ravens jump on it. Take it back to the 40. Lamar goes Lamar. It's 10-0. Thought he did a good job of using his timeouts at the end of the half, Jug Peterson, to give the team some time. And lo and behold, with that time, they were able to manage something. Agnew, huge night. Star of the game, Agnew, the guy who really came to play. You can tell he's missed playing the last three weeks. He had great, great in the return game all night. He got deep for the only touchdown for the Jags, and he did it again. He had a nice long kick return. Jags get it out their own 40 with a minute to go. Uh, proceed to go on a little run. Uh, again, with no timeouts at this point, but driving to the 
Uh, Baltimore 41 on second 11. Lawrence hits Zay Jones deep down to the five. We got plenty of time here. I don't know. It's football 101. We trot down. We spike the flipping football. We run a play, and then if we don't, we get points. Or if you're Doug Peterson, you would go for it from the you know five-yard line with no time left. Either way, what you can't do is outsmart yourself and sprint down the field and line your team up and then throw a swing pass inbounds, a check down, dump down that ends the half. That's what you can't do. Yet, somehow, that's what Trevor Lawrence did, huh, Doug Peterson? We're going to stay aggressive. We're going to, you know, we've scored before uh, in those situations. It was just a mistake, I think, by, you know, by Trevor, obviously knowing the situation, know how much time is left right there. And that's the one thing. That's, it's a great learning experience for us from the standpoint of, you know, don't throw it in bounds to be tackled in that situation. So we'll learn from that one. Just another great opportunity for us to, to try to get in the end zone. Man, we're either really dumb as a football team or we do no teaching. In the, in, this is spring training drill stuff, gang. Learning experiences, dudes, mid twenties, bro. They've been in football for a dozen years. You can never have played a game in your life, and just the awareness of watching football, you know the play there. Listen, if you want to catch them on their heels and run a play, I'm okay with that. You got to throw it in the end zone. You got no timeouts. You can't throw it out in the flat. I mean, what in the world? Is that coachable? Is that teachable? Or is that a some sort of flaw up there? That's what I knew we were pretending, man. Pretending to understand. I don't. I can't. Super, super weak effort by your football team in the last three games. Incredibly disappointing to not see Trevor take off at all this year. For the first time, you can even say the generational quarterback cost them the game last night. And these same fundamental errors that we've been making week after week after week remain. And oh yeah, by the way, we're also under-talented compared to the other true contenders in the AFC. We got practice with Baselli today. Kicking around at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock. All is not lost. The season isn't lost, but we've gone from, yeah, I don't think we're much to, we're not much, man. We're, we're, let's, let's put ourselves where we belong, bro. E, no, let's, let's don't do a disservice to those, to those true contenders up there. We are not with the Dolphins. We're not with the Ravens. We're not with the Chiefs. We are right where we belong. We're down there with the Broncos, the Colts, the Texans, the Browns, the Bengals, both of who beat us. That's where we are. We're in that middle slugging ground. We're not the Eagles or the Cowboys or the Niners, not even the Lions. We're the Vikings. We're the Saints. We're the Rams. We're the Packers. We're the Bucks. We're the Seahawks. That's who we are. Can we on a good day where we do execute, get lucky to not make mistakes? Because it really feels with the dumb plays we make, you all, they almost have to be lucky to be mistake-free. And if we play that way, sure, we can rise up and beat a Buffalo. There ain't no way in hell we're going through more than a good team. We've had an opportunity at home against the, against the Ravens, the Niners, and the Chiefs. Do I need to remind you what the combo score is in those games? 
Have you thought about him in those in that term? Not only have we failed miserably, have we withered under the spotlight of comparison to other great teams? Not only have we done that, but if you add it up, 77, to 19 home games against the Chiefs, the Niners, and the Ravens. Measuring stick. And by the way, Kansas City did us a solid. Could have been 24-9. They took a knee inside the five in the last two minutes on us. Chiefs were just abjectly controlling the football game by the end that day. 17-9 there. 34-3 34-3 49ers, so that puts you at, what, 51-12. to And then you got the Ravens with another 24-23. That's 74-19. to That's who we are, man. Now, we have pieces. Now, for the first time in a long time, we got some legitimate pieces to build around, but we need to do much better building. And if, if you've lost complete faith in the guys doing the building, I feel you. So have I. So have I. We're December now. We're no better than we were a year ago. You haven't done anything to make the football team better? Who you've added? How they've developed? Anything? In any way? In any shape? At all? We are the exact same now as we were when they opened the season with a 10-point win at Indy. Maybe not as good. And it's doggone frustrating. This is The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback. Divorcemenonly.com. Well, initially, I was hoping, you know, when you're anticipating that we'd get out of bounds in that situation right there, you get get to the sideline or you score. You know, we we did out leverage the defense. They made a nice play, tackled him in bounds. But you know, when the when the pass was completed, I thought we had a good chance to get into the front pylon. I asked Doug Peterson. Obviously, the plan isn't to run down, throw it in bounds, and sacrifice any attempt to get points. No, the real plan should be you get it down to the four, you run down, and then uh, instead of taking the points, you go for it and fall short that way. So if the players don't mess it up, either the calls or the execution has anyway, we continue to fumble all over ourselves uh, at the times that matter. And that's just another example there on how the half uh, ended. The Jags go to Tampa Bay next week. It's 4 o'clock kickoff on on Christmas Eve day. And, you know, look, a thousand different ways to describe it and position to put yourself in. you got to win these two games back-to-back here. I mean, you just have to. You're at Tampa. You're home against Carolina. The home field struggles are just obnoxiously confusing, right? We we had some serious home field magic at the end of last year. Raiders, Cowboys, Ravens, Titans, Chargers. It was a big boost. Primetime games are fun till they're not. If you're getting home at 1 a.m. and your team, unlike you, hasn't committed themselves to the evening, so... Uh, there's that. All right, uh, E. Fire the band. We got a football fix just a little bit around. You know, I thought I'd really spend the time here on the playoff standings because down the stretch we come. Uh, the Jaguars have gone from by the you know, projections a ninety percent chance to win the division three weeks ago when they were eight and three. Ninety percent now, fifty fifty officially. Um. <clears throat> Jags would still be the four seed and host the Browns if the playoffs were today. But, uh, you know, again, you think they're going to go win at Tampa? Good on you. We'll see. 
Um, the Browns, Bengals, and the Colts would grab the last few spots, uh, despite the fact that the Bills are probably playing as hot and as good as anyone in, in the conference. I mean, wins over Philly and Dallas the last few weeks. Has the Bills to 8-6, and six, but just outside of the playoff uh, push. Buffalo's win yesterday, the most impressive in the NFL. Dallas came to, to town. Uh, by the way, God bless that Northern football, that Northern afternoon football in the wintertime. It looked like midnight when that game kicked off. <laughs> looked outside, it was you know bright here, like midnight up there in Buffalo. But yeah, if the season ended today, the Colts would be the seven seed. A little Minshew magic, uh, Texans and Bills, a couple of eight and sixes that would miss, and Steelers and Broncos just behind at seven and seven. It's a real similar situation over the NFC. A bunch of six and eight, seven and seven football teams are battling for those last few spots. Tampa sits in the same spot that the Jaguars do. They are leaders of a sketchy division and would be the four seed. And so Jacksonville goes down to Tampa where the Bucs have played good football the last two weeks with pressure on. And and I'm getting a lot of uh, comparisons, and they're fair. I mean, right now the Jaguars are doing exactly what the Titans did a year ago. Exactly. Big lead, uncatchable. Surely they won't lose this week. Remember the Titans just kept losing. They lose to to the Texans at home. They lost to bad teams. Kept waiting for them to turn it around. They never did. Yeah, scary, uh, scary thought that. Oh, that Christian McCaffrey. How'd you like to be a guy whose football weekend went terribly and your fantasy football playoff matchup included Christian McCaffrey on the other team? Uh, how, how that Sunday after late Sunday, how would that go for you as McCaffrey piles up the points, you know, like some telethon tote board? <sighs> yeah, he had 1,000 yards rushing yesterday, had another 500 receiving. He scored 41 touchdowns. And the 49ers with these. 49ers are the best team in the league right now. It's yeah, it's uh, and there are some good ones. I should have mentioned, by the way, Trevor did go into the concussion protocol. He apparently got a concussion uh, last night on the final drive, or not the final drive earlier in the game. Um, unrecognized, and perhaps that led to some uh, just incredibly. It, it would make sense. Some of those passes were weird, like he couldn't see where he was throwing the ball. So um, you know, just just. He, he was ripping balls six feet short and left of targets. I, I don't know what in the world was uh, going on. And I'm, I'm really starting to get to the crisis level point of Trevor Lawrence and what his innate like game management, uh, game awareness is. Sometimes those things are real. You can't teach them. They're just there. And uh, more than once, including a couple times last night, I just he like forgets what where we're at, what's going on. But into the concussion protocol, so as tough and – Perhaps daunting as a trip to Tampa would be. Why don't we ride or die with C.J. Beathard down there in the Bay? Oof. Uh, the Jets playoff drought now officially 13 years. It's uh, It's been a down, despondent season for them this year. It started with, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. So it's all got cleared. I can't imagine no play. The Jets have been eliminated. I saw Derrick Henry had 200 yards rushing in three of his last five games against the Houston uh, Texans. Then yesterday at home, the Titans uh, blew a lead, lost to the Texans. They are officially eliminated from the playoffs. And so Henry is wondering if his time with Tennessee is done. Uh, If so, he had his worst game as a starter. 16 carries, 
nine yards in his last five games against Houston. He had averaged 203 a game. Averaged 203 a game in his last five. All right, more from the pigskin world as we move along. Football signing days this week. Uh, percolating news out on the college front. Uh, we'll spend most of our morning dissecting the frog that is the pretending Jacksonville Jaguars. And so fire up your, you know, spinning tops. Fire up your Eric Clapton. Fire up anything that screams pretending. And that's what we are left with here in the middle of December. A football team that is not going to reach its promise that has... Postured itself at times and by its play as a contender, but abjectly now the results are in. The polling data is complete. If they're lucky, one and done in the playoffs. If they're lucky, they'll win the division. You may be. I'm not so sure. Football Fix is brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and Mandarin Home Life Business Auto. You can bundle. You can also get her in Orange Park now, a dream team that will be at your side whenever and for whatever you need. That's Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, and now Orange Park. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Hope you you're happy. You know it. Because a vision softly creeping. You left its seeds while I was sleeping. Yada, ha, da, ha. Feels like gold days brain. all over again. Still mm. remains. Not quite that bad, friend. Within the sound. Silence. I think you need to play that grinding sound of silence. Who, who, what's the name of that band that redoes them all? Aggressive. What's the name of the band? Yoda? Ah, gosh, what's their name? Somebody on the text line. Bone Crusher. <laughs> That's not, not Bone Crusher. It's good to be back. As we watch the Jaguars maddeningly. Annihilate the fan base. Yeah. Just fifth loss at home. Awful performance by the offense. The quarterback was terrible last night. Just terrible. Trev, come on, man. Just total team dysfunction. Four times inside the 40 in the first half. No points. It might be an NFL record. I don't know how it's possible. No, it's just, you know, all we've said is coach and quarterback. Coach might have used up all the good stuff last year. I don't know. Well, they're not executing. That's a problem. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, to your point, when it's going like it is now with three three losses, you can point to like every aspect of the franchise. If you just, Kick two field goals. It's six. It's third and 17 when he fumbled. So you're not going to get the first down, but don't fumble. There's nine. You're on the five-yard line. You get a touchdown. It's 16 to 10 minimum at the half. Ridley was a touchdown, by the way. Sick. Yeah. Like well, inarguable. Yeah. So that I'm just saying if you yeah. played it on down, you'd be in the game. But you know what? That's what the losers 16 always to do, right? Yeah, but, I mean, the first half is where the game – it's 10 nothing, and it's over. 
You get a touchdown, 10-7, and they were never going to win that game because they blew the first I, I, I didn't. Did, I don't know about anyone else. But never me, were going to win that game. They were going to win the game before it kicked off. I knew they were losing the game. I felt it in my bones. They're better than us, man. You know, it's not preseason anymore. We don't get to wonder how we measure. We've measured. We're not in that crew that we thought we were in. All no. the, they all beat the hell out of us, all three of them. No. It was the last shot at prime time. The only time. one we beat was Buffalo. All yeah. these teams have found ways to. It's December. Yeah. They're 0-3 right. yeah. in December. What happened to playing your best football at this time of the year? And by the way, I got news for you. Zay Jones, he done. He gone. Yeah. Christian Kirk, he gone. Yeah, no, it's just all. What are you going to run out there against the suddenly red hot? I just had a perfect rating at Lambeau Field. No one has ever done that before. Baker Mayfield on Christmas Eve. When you lose that game. Well, the, it, the, the reality is this right now. And based on this year, Baker Mayfield's better than Trevor Lawrence. What are you going to do when you go to Tennessee the last week of the year for a playoff spot? And all they care about is their Super Bowl. And they are going to shove it up our rear ends because we did it to them a year ago. They are going to pay us back on that last day of the year. And you're going to be 9-8 and eight all over again and see where you stack up. Yeah, hopefully it's enough. You lost five games at home. Five games at home. I don't, I don't know this. ESPN Stats and Info. Has a team ever gone to the playoffs losing five at home? Five games. And I felt this was coming eight and six. But it's the way that they've lost and the way they lost last night. And you watch teams like the teams that are beating us. And, yeah, Cincinnati's found some magic with Jake Browning. But come on, man. And Cleveland, they're they're closer to being the Bears than they are to being the Jags. Well, come no, on. No, we are closer or to the Bears. Closer. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I take it. Now, listen. This is not the state as it's supposed to be. There's the, They all have them, the injuries and whatnot. They're playing without Dobbins and Andrews, so I'm, it's not that. But at the end of the day, we're just not what we thought we were. And this guy, Valky, didn't make the team any better in the offseason. And so that's where we were failed as, as and, fans. We just again, sat on what we were, which was a 9-8 and eight team. I don't, I, you know, my 50th start as a quarterback, I got the ball on the five-yard line. I want to run a play and try to try to quick it. That's fine. Got no problem with that. Got to throw in the end zone, bro. Got to throw in the end zone, my 100%, man. That's what I mean. It just—I don't know if he has we, that makeup, Dan. He does that kind of stupid stuff for three years. Wonderlick number, please. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's just—it's awareness, situational awareness, no bueno with our guy. He got his head disturbed. Th- is the band, by the way? I got a text, hello darkness. I got a text from or a tweet from Joe U of all people. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Early in. Some point during the game, and I dismiss. I, I just looked down. I mean, I'm ripping and roaring on social media during the game. So, but he said, "Why is Trevor still in the game? He got his head bounced off the turf like a basketball." I didn't see it. Did that happened down near the end zone. Is that was, when it happened? It was on the grounding one. Yeah, 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 mean, yeah that's what they're saying. Yeah, his head went whack. And I that's mean, the still guy, the Bears third... guy or Bears. The Ravens guy threw him down. That's still third quarter, right? And and then he's like shaking his arm yeah. towards the end. I'm yeah. like, did he did he hurt his elbow, his shoulder? And he's like short arm and balls. I'm like, oh boy, what's going on here? The Googans want you to do some explaining. You promised them they were going to lose one of the last six, and we lost three in a row. I know that's, that's fair. Just, I mean, granted, they, I can and line I, up listen, for my I, Mia culpas too. We all got him. This yeah. team has pulled the wool over all of our eyes and. You know, you know it's it starts thing. at 16, lost the game last night, Dan. I mean, that's oh, yeah. why they lost. You know he was terrible. Thing? The old line didn't play terrible. 
No, I said he oh. was terrible. 16. No, I know. Yeah. I said the, uh, the defense the, played fine. What's saddening is the O-line did not play terrible. Yeah, the defense played and, fine. And early on, ETN was running explosively, man. He had yeah. like he had like six for 29 or five for 30 or something. I mean, he was running. and I don't know why we just keep. Listen, I don't mind attacking the edges. I freaking hate bubble screens. I've hated bubble screens since Carlos Perez and Kelvin Kite. I hate them because they rely on receivers to block. And guess what receivers don't do very well? Block. And so, but if you want to do that, I'm okay. And my God, we threw the ball down the middle of the field one time and there was Luke Farrell for 28 yards. We just don't attack. I watched a lot of football this weekend. Teams attack the middle of the field. We don't. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't have the analytics or the numbers around, but it makes no sense to me. And it just it just is so disheartening to watch this watch this football team play week after week after week. And now you look back in the three straight losses and it just should have never lost the uh, Bengals game. I mean, and by I, the way, the Bengals with everything else going on, if this the guy who suddenly can't kick straight makes a field goal on that one, we win. Things are important, man. Every win, you got to take it like it's gold. Clutch to it for dear Four life. Out of five, he's missed now. And I, I mean, we were all. The football season is long. It's a long, winding road filled of highs and lows. But I just, I mean, again, last year was so special, and we had so many comebacks, and they're all gone. They're all used up with the football gods, little G, because it's just not happening. I, I, we, I, nothing will surprise me from here. I can't guarantee you one win. I would guarantee you a win over Carolina because why it's at home. I just can't. Strange. I can't. We'll I have zero confidence that this team is going to go into Tampa Bay and uh, Tampa and win this. That's, fo- I, again, and win this football well, game. Welcome, zero. Welcome to the train I've been on, Dan. I've started to feel this malaise a few weeks back when it hadn't completely hit everyone. When we lost that game at at, at, at Cleveland, I did not yeah. feel confident we would win the last any of the last three, much less all of them. So yeah, that's where we are. We'll see if they've got the moxie. I do want you know Trevor's look like. Rookie Trevor, and I think he's trying to do too much, Jake. He's trying to play I mean, hero ball. But Trev, I'm t- I can't use these excuses I, There's anymore. not an excuse. This is the end of your third year. He can't do year. it. Yeah. You're, listen, and I don't know, maybe he didn't know where he was, but my God, he runs late in the game, and he decides to take on the, the Ravens' defense. What are you doing, bro? Slide. My goodness gracious, you've, we've cheated. You've cheated a, a injury twice this year. And now you're in concussion protocol. He may not even play this Sunday. It's just, it's just, it, the whole thing is, it's amazing how quickly it can just get away from you. And it just did. This team was six and two. Eight and three. Six and two. Two and what, five? Ugh. I just, I can't. Five wins in a row and six and two at one point, and it's just it's just all gone south, man. It's all gone south, and there's no. I don't know. I don't know if they can pull out of it. I, I'm not. I'm if <laughs> if I were if 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 they were the Mets, I know that how this thing turns out, and the funeral would be today, and I would be preaching. He, I would be preaching, but I, I'm not going to do that because I want to hold out hope, and it's the NFL and. Things change week to week, but I just, at least it does for everybody but us. We've lost three football games in a row. Now, 
right now, to me, you know, I think they'll go I ten would, and seven. I hope that's enough. I think they'll go nine and eight. Okay. And our one to one financial poll question of the day at eight and six. Now, what happens with the Jags the rest of the way? They win the division somehow. Nine and eight again. Stick a fork in them or wild card. Your four choice. I, I still. I don't think they can make the wild card. I mean, the way they're losing yeah, well, week after week, I, they're going to have to win this little patty cake division. And I still believe, and maybe it'll be worth a look here either today or during the week. Exactly what. Suddenly we have to look what Houston and India are doing. We got a scoreboard watch because we can't take care of business at home. Yeah. And if they had just won, I mean, Houston, you want to talk about a team with much more heart than sure, we have? Of course. I mean, they went on the road to Tennessee, backup quarterback, everybody out, and down thirteen to nothing in a game that they should have folded up. They didn't fold up. No, they, they kept fought fighting. back. Yeah. We got to ten seven, man. Couldn't do a dang dang thing. No, the, it, couldn't again, do a dang thing. The defense is annoying. That when when you're down and like a couple scores, they'll make a play to keep you in it. But when you get back in the game, they inevitably they let them go right down. Now I will say this: put a put put a you know extension on it. To me, the two best players on the field for the Jags last night are two guys that that the fan base hates. The yeah, I don't know if they hate. hate them, but they're they're certainly they call them out all right. the time. Well, okay, yeah, most J- Jamal media. Agnew had four great plays last night. Yeah. Four. Two kickoff returns, a punt return, and a touchdown reception. Four great explosive plays. And he didn't even come close to fumbling on the opening kickoff, which I knew everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but that was odd that they – I don't even understand. He's laying on the ground with the ball. I know. But – It's the refs, dude. Refs. And the refs are now paralyzed. And allow me, please, allow me, please, I've been as critical of them as anybody, to give a game ball to 44. Sure. Who played – not just forget the sack. No. I don't even care about the sack. Yeah, you know better. what he played? He played relentless football. Yeah. For the first time in his career, that was a relentless football game. It wasn't just, hey, he made a play. Hey, we saw this. He played relentless football. He kept showing up. I, I kept seeing 44. 44 for a tackle for a loss. 44 with a sack. 44 changed the play. 44 had Lamar. I mean, he played relentless football, and and I thought that was terrific. So that was that was a, a a big positive as well. Other than that, the rest of them. I mean, it's just again. And Lamar's special, man. He's just guy. Guy had ninety seven yards rushing. It didn't even look like he was trying. You know, it was like a third and two late in the game. The game didn't matter. The game was already determined. And he just rolled around and went for like fifty. <laughs> just yeah, he's good, man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm back so again. Good. Was it was it now, you asking me, Josh Allen, or or was that? This week, oh, I don't know. I take. I'm back I mean, to Lamar. I take Lamar over Josh Allen. I'm not sure Lamar doesn't deserve to be. I and if we once we get knocked out, which we will, I will 100 percent root for Lamar and the Ravens. I don't know why I like them. You know, I didn't like them last night. I don't like them beating us. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah I'll root me, for him. Yeah, that was me. You and I. Every we're talking about that. Josh yeah, Allen, yeah, yeah. Or Lamar. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, he did the one. The, I'll tell you one other thing. He did. He threw one up for grabs that somehow we didn't come down with at the five yard line. And I mean. As soon as it left his hands, I'm like, pick. And, I mean, Darius Williams had a perfect read on it, and, and Isaiah likely went and stole the ball from him. So, I don't know, man. You're just going to have to move on, keep going. Uh, the Jags lose. They're 8-6. and six. Again, they are somehow, someway still. They've lost three games in a row in December. They stink in December. They're 0-3 in December, which is not a telltale sign for playing good football. But maybe somehow, someway they can go down to Tampa and, Christmas Eve and cobble together a victory. They certainly owe the city of Jacksonville a present the way they've played football this year at home, 
specifically. So a lot to unpack today, a lot to do, a lot to talk about, lots of things going on here in the uh, uh, Christmas week. It's supposed to be full of <laughs> holiday cheer. Holiday cheer. Well, you know what? The good, the, good thing, the good thing about it, Dan, Yeah. I mean, it's suddenly they put this, gosh, win or else game on us. But if, if they can go to Tampa next week and win and get yeah. back to nine and six and have yeah. that home game against Carolina to wake it up. I mean, it is the Bucks in Tampa, a place Atlanta went and won earlier this year. Yeah, but so. they played pretty good in Tampa, and they dang sure looked good yesterday. I, of course they have, and there have been times where we've looked dang sure. The thing about this NFL more than ever is you look good one week and, like, crap the next. Well, All of them. We've looked like crap three weeks in a row. So yeah, no, I don't know I, if that's going to change. I, really, I mean, at some point, maybe this is who they are. You know, they're just going to limp it in. Well, they've beaten all these teams like Tampa's my point. So if yeah. this is who we are, yeah. we'll be okay. They've beaten all the middleweights. They're not heavyweight. Yeah. That's what we're learning. Yeah. They can't fight. They can't punch with the real good ones. No. All those that are in the, you know, the, the, the qualifying rounds. Ain't we, ready. We've beaten all them. Ain't every, ready. Every single one of them but Cleveland we've beaten. Ain't ready. This is the drill. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we hand out a prize pack. E, what's the razzle-dazzle, as you'd like to say? Uh, we got a $25 gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant, a part of 1010XL's holiday gift guide. Head over to 1010XL.com for more gift ideas. Mm. That's at the end of the drill, 641-1010. It was good football this weekend. It just wasn't in Jacksonville last night, at least not by our Jaguars, who took it on the chin and Somehow, some way, have lost three games in a row. Remain in the fourth spot in the uh, yeah. AFC. So, Got, you know, suddenly something that looked like a foregone conclusion, and and it's pretty clear at this point that just the conglomeration of everything, it's it's going to be tough. These three are going to be tough. They're going to have to fight now. This is real adversity for the first time since they walked out of Detroit a year ago. I mean, I think they oh, still yeah. believe. They still, and now it's got to be. I still think they believe, but we don't, and I don't. I don't no, believe. The I fans don't believe, don't believe and. No. You know, how far you want to spread that disbelief and how permanent you want to make it. You know, I get it. Oh, the yeah. team and the quarterback didn't play last night. And, you know, some of you, honest to God, there's a large, there's a portion of the fan base wants to go find a new quarterback. Wants to draft Jaden Daniels. Wants to. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's what they want to do. But, yeah. I, you know, again, I, I'm. It, it's, it's fair to be, you know, nervous after last night. But I, I do just... think that they, I do think they're pressing. I, I felt them pressing last night for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not good. It's not good. And like you said, they had three primetime shots, man. They had Kansas City and San Fran and uh and last night and they just got annihilated in all three. And at some point you gotta kinda wave the white flag. They don't, but we do. We see what reality is, and reality is they're not at that upper level. I will say this. I mm-hmm. do feel like they yeah, they're not at those. I, I do still think that Five, four or five weeks from now, mm-hmm. if they found themselves mm-hmm. as a sketchy South winner who wins a wild card game, I think they can get back to there. These teams take these wild roller coasters. They, they got to get healthier. I think, my, I think I, yeah, that's my 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 problem is I, like I said, Doug said last night, Zay Jones' hamstring didn't look good. So to me, he's well, the out receivers, for the year. yeah, the receivers. That's that's well, who, fair. Who do you, who I'm thinking you got, you got no Kirk. Well, it, Ridley is what Ridley is. Yeah, you know he's a, he's a good player. He's not a one. Um, Evan Ingram. Obviously, the Ravens are going to try to take him away, and you're going to have four, to you're going to have to now catches. bear the bear the the lack of fruit of Trent Balky's god awful building of the roster. Yeah, he has been negligent in what he's done. It's yeah. now past not helping. He harmed the football team this off season by sitting on his hands and doing nothing to make them better in a variety of different ways, and that includes the receiver position. 
one of the buzzes down there is that you know certain guys that don't fit this locker room, but yet the, we are also told that the locker room can handle certain guys. Yeah. Hey, look, there's you don't want a team like 2017. There were a lot of turds on that team that's that fair. you had to count on. Yeah. Okay. But every team's got to have a couple turds. I don't feel like that's the problem here. The no, problem, but I'm saying we could have went out and signed a couple of those guys, yeah. but didn't because they yeah, didn't want. Sure. They wanted all this joy and harmony in there. Uh, joy and harmony. Uh, then find so me joyous, harmonious, good players. But this guy Balky did us a terrible disservice last off season, and he did it. You know, cock of the walk. Yeah. You know, he did it like 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 with his feathers out because the Jags just had made a playoff run. And, hey, look at me. I do know what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. We need new vision. I don't want to sit here and talk. Shot's bad about this, Dan. Yeah, I know. This is a weakness. You, you shouldn't be hair trigger, right? You shouldn't be hair trigger, but you should always be constantly striving to get better. Mm-hmm. I need somebody else building this football team, man. I, you know, I just do. I mean, we got a we got a quarterback who's been middle of the road this year. He's had it not a good year. Eighteen touchdowns, ten picks, sixty six percent of his and other passes. turnovers too. Other yeah, turnovers, fumbles lost. Just, yeah, that's a the, lot. That's and dumb ones. I mean, right. last night just banged it off his own thigh. And basically, I got news for you. That play at the end of the half, that's a turnover. For sure. Really, I mean, you want to so yeah. Football awareness, no bueno. Field <sighs> awareness, sometimes. Yeah, just boy, much surprising, really surprising. But All I right. was speaking to the reason I don't mean to go off on it, you know. And again, I've always been. I'm not gonna like. I don't want to bang a guy's, you know, to lose a job who has a job, whatever. But I would hope that we would like really take a deep dive. Who is taking the deep dive? If it's not Balky, I guess that's my fear. Yeah. Right. Like who's taking that deep dive and holding him and others accountable? You can't have a draft where you have like 17 picks or whatever stupid number they had and get nothing out of it. Yeah. Nothing. 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 I mean, the first round is going to play it no matter if he's good or not. You got nothing out of an 18-player draft. This draft has been a disaster. You did nothing in free agency. They disaster. Didn't, they did nothing in free agency. He didn't upgrade. The, nothing. Right. Like when I say I did nothing, I don't mean they didn't do much. Right. They did nothing in free agency. Right. They didn't add a single player who's of any significance. No, the roster is. This is, guy is not sat good. on a nine and eight roster like, ooh, whoop de doo, look at yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, oof, yeah, and it's yeah, it's just it's just a. Now we're stuck in purgatory there, picking twenty third or whatever. Um, anyway, uh, the rest of the, the the conference, Baltimore's in great shape, but understand that Baltimore still has, I believe. San Francisco and Miami, if I'm not mistaken, on the on the schedule down the stretch. So uh, the one seed's still up in the air. Baltimore has it 11 and three. Uh, the Dolphins dismantled the Jets. You can put the Jets to bed for the year. The Patriots have gone to sleep. The Steelers are horrible. Um, the Titans are eliminated. The Chargers fired their coach and GM. Uh, yeah, could be so worse. All those teams are done for the season, uh, but a lot of jockey and a lot of eight and six and seven and sevens, man. A lot of eight, like the Broncos are seven and seven, and when we last visited Denver, Sean Payton was screaming at his quarterback, and yet they could win their last three. They have they have a favorable schedule coming in. They could be ten and seven and get in. Um, so who knows what's going to happen here? It's it's what you want as an NFL fan. It's not what we want as a Jaguar fan. We wanted to be sitting here at minimum nine and five. Jeff, we just went through a six-game schedule part of the season where we said we needed to be four and two, three and three at worst. Yeah. Okay. We went two and four. Mm-hmm. Two and four. 
just disastrous. And yet the the two that you won, thank goodness, were divisional games. So uh, now here we are. All right. Better flip the switch back, boys. Tampa ain't no layup. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what they do going forward. It's just uh, it's just a bummer. But yeah, well, and and it's it, it's not over again. I will say this, and it's easy to forget. And there's also a lot of young fans right now, Dan, and emerging fans that don't remember how bad we were just even a few years ago. Yeah, but it happens. I mean, you kind of get and you and you change your opinion, and you should. But I will say this: we are still in a position where we got pieces. Yep. And we got pieces to build around. We just got to build around them more correctly. We got to get the right guys now, in to supplement. Now, now there's, and this happens when you lose three games in a row. And the, the, but we do have pieces. But really, what? What do we? What? Like, like we need so much. We need. We need. You like say a that whole new infusion on the offensive. line. We need more offensive. Say that line. we're eight and six, and in yeah. the playoff hunt, and may win the division. Yeah. The division we won last year. That's what I mean. Yeah. We, we were yeah. three and thirteen. A lot of years we got no pieces. Yeah, like no one worth keeping. Yeah, there are a lot of years where you literally could let the blow up the whole team. There's eight or ten guys on this team that you would definitely want to keep. I guess is my point, and you I build just, around them. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. The the lines need to be completely rebuilt and. And and maybe last year was a learning experience, and the GM learned that, yeah, you can't just sit on your hands for an entire offseason and tell your fans that sacks aren't important and go out and improve. Yeah, not having Cisco and Campbell. Uh, that hurts, and Cam. That look good, but. And the receivers are banged up. It's clear but, they missed tr- Christian Kirk. He's the kind yeah, of the, the, the engine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, jeez. Anyway. Uh, I the, see the Gators uh, finally uh, decide, realized that the portal was open. Yeah, they got a couple kids. They got a San Diego State kid, and yeah, that listen, one doesn't do much. Don't ever discount the Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year. He's coming. Well, I would I'm, before I make fun of that. That's <laughs> yeah. the kind of player who has been making impacts at other places. No, I know. It's listen. I, that's a I'm yeah. All for that's it. a veteran you can put in. There. Yeah, it's just for a year. We'll see if the recruiting class stays together. What's the latest you hear on that? Uh, Is it signing day tomorrow or two Wednesday? Wednesday. I think, I think they'll probably lose the safety from Texas. Still same, but I think they'll keep the other guys. Well, and that's probably and, all. Well, things I say that, but I think they're going to lose a guy to Auburn, and they're going to lose a couple guys, but they're going to gain a couple guys. I, it, Will they ultimately going to be top five or no? I think they're. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd have to. You go used look to be a bigger recruit Nick than you are now. I think they're going to be six to ten. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, I saw they're circling back I, on Tarquin. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't think he's coming. I, well, they let a guy go in the park. A guy left in the portal. Yeah, I don't think he's coming. And they want to bring him back from USC. Yeah. Did he get benched out there, didn't he? Yeah. I um, I have a f- way to fix college football, I think. Oh. But well, do tell, uh, tell me after the break. I'll tell you right now. Oh, well, never mind then. Kudos to Chip. It's not that big a deal. Kudos to Chip Kelly. Okay. He had a the great. UCLA coach. He had a great rant. It wasn't really a rant. It was a well-thought-out did they beat Boise the other night? I think they did, but yeah. this was before the game. Okay. And he was asked about it. And, and college football is a, is a joke, right? Six. We love the Saturdays. And we've been screaming for and, – and Chip Kelly's idea is not the first idea. It's, a lot of these coaches are saying this, and maybe the coaches can grab this and take charge of it, although the coaches are part of the problem because they let their salaries go up to seven, eight, nine, ten okay. million dollars. But anyway, uh, the thought is, you know, you separate – look – you got to you got you got to separate from you have to separate from the rest of the sports. We all know that. College football needs to be its own entity. It's not it's not the same as volleyball. So, sure. and his point was, yeah, UCLA can go play, football can go play 
Maryland, but UCLA softball should go play Arizona softball, right? And that's that's just the way it is. I mean, that's that's obvious for sure. Okay, so and 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 we have no one who's regulated college football. Why not just make college football what it is? Minor league football. Yeah, it is. It's semi pro football. Turn to Park Avenue. Let the NFL, who by the way seem to run a pretty impressive multi billion dollar industry. Let the NFL run it. Let Goodell appoint a deputy commissioner to run it. He could train and be the Goodell replacement when Goodell is ready to go to be the commissioner of the NFL and let it fall under the NFL. Here's the only problem with that. Uh Here's where the NFL, this isn't going to cost me any money, right? Because we're good. We're good. I don't need to run it. Why You're asking me to run it. That's fine. You better, I better make some money out of it. I bet you the NFL, because they're a multi-billion dollar industry, we'll figure out a a revenue stream for them. Well then, yeah. And then, there needs to be something. To me, the bigger problem are guys like Sankey and the commissioners of the conference. Whoa, 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 what? No, no, we're not doing that. They don't we, want to share their bill. Yeah, they're not sharing their money. So well, I, I think could also do this. They could stop with the the pie in the sky, mm-hmm. damn near dishonesty, mm-hmm. and just just pare it down to sixty and make two or three different levels of college football, and then let that upper level just be as rogue as it wants to be and yeah. spend as much as they want, and let the Southern Misses and Cincinnatis and Oregon States just play college football on Saturdays with a pep band and a you know. And a fourth quarter tradition. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, six four one ten ten. Uh Come kind, come courteous, come correct. And E will be glad to give you some holiday cheer. E, tell them what they're going to win. Breakfast with Baselli coming up top of the hour as well. You're going to get a $25 gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant, a part of 1010XL.com's holiday gift guide. Head over to 1010XL.com for more gift ideas. Holla at you, boy. There's only been one official home builder of the Jaguars since 2014. That's Dreamfinders Homes. Jaguars lose 23-7. to Oh, boy, tough one. Rayshon Jenkins, though, tried to do his part. Defense trying to hold the high-scoring Ravens down. He had a big pick in the second quarter. Play fake. Jackson rolls right. Pump fake. Now throws to the middle. Field. Oh, picked off. Rayshon Jenkins running it back to the 45-yard line. Terrific work. He broke on the ball. He picked it off. Rayshon Jenkins runs it back to the Jaguars' 48-yard line. Yeah, but 16, not so good, man. 16 with two fumbles, including this one in the second quarter. Is still trying to figure out what happened. Trevor drops. Four-man rush. Looking, looking. Trevor steps up. Rolls to his left. Still looking down. Don't know he's going to run it. Gets it to the 20-yard line. The ball came out. The ball was fumbled and picked up by the Ravens. They are running it back. Trevor fumbled the ball, and the Ravens picked it up and ran it back to around their 40-yard line. Man, does that one hurt. That one hurt a lot. It was 10 to nothing, second half, and, well, the Jaguars found magic on one play offensively. Play fake. Trevor drops. Looking. Fires deep down. To the wide open. Jamal Agnew, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jamal Agnew. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Yeah, but in the end, another Lawrence fumble. And again, trying to do too much. And that was all she wrote. Dropping blitz, all out blitz. Trevor hangs in there. And now he's going to get hit, spins away. And the ball came out. He was trying to get rid of the ball. The ball came out around the 20-yard line. And Baltimore has it. He was trying to get rid of the ball at his own 20-yard line. It turned in to be a fumble, and Baltimore has recovered inside the 20-yard line of Jacksonville with 7.36 to play in the game. 
You know, that play, Jeff, is so maddening because it's happened to him so many times in his career, and it's always a case, well, he's trying to do too much. Stop it. Right. You're sad. Go down. Starting to worry about the awareness. Tuck it away. You know, these are some experience issues. Again, we we have a really... We have a really bold, condemning timeline as fans, and I get it. Sometimes you do need to kind of take a step back and realize, you know, Peyton Manning didn't win anything until year seven. Yeah, I get you it. You know, not you. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. I, I still, you know, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be so polarizing that he's the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Right. He's more than good enough to work with and through moving forward. Correct, but it was That's a terrible night. Terrible night. Terrible. The worst game. He, it, it was rookie And it's trail. happened twice this year. It was rookie I remember trail. a game earlier this year where he said, I think I was the worst game I ever played. Yeah, well, well, which game was that? I can't I even can't remember. I can't even remember, yeah. but you topped yeah. it last night. Houston, maybe? Yeah, I thought you topped it last night. With Quality Bill Homes and Speedy Moving Process. DreamFinders Homes at 20-plus communities in the best locations in Northeast Florida. DreamFinders Homes is everywhere you want to live. You can visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all your moving ready homes and Step up your game. They're there, especially for first-time homeowners, by the way. Check them out at DreamFindersHomes.com. I have a supposition slash proposition for you to add a veteran running back to the stable for next year, a Mm -hmm. competent, accomplished backup to to Travis Etienne. Yeah. Because I can't help but wonder if maybe he's running for the final time in a a uniform he's worn now for eight, ten years. That's Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah. He had an unbelievably horrible game. Sixteen yesterday. carries, not and listen. Maybe we don't want Derrick Henry. He's yeah. not been that same explosive force of nature that he's been. He still looks like he's in terrific shape. And sometimes a change of scenery can revitalize you. Ask Marcus Allen and yeah. Corey Dillon and others that we've seen well, do that. And I'm gonna I'm going to uh, pick on your uh, former squad for just a second. Who's my former squad? The Falcons. Yeah, they're running back. I watched a little of that game yesterday. And all of, everybody told me how great this B. John Robinson that's, that's kid not, I is. I didn't pick him. I wouldn't have. Top 10 pick. And then I'm watching this kid from Baltimore who, unfortunately, Keaton Mitchell. knee went weirdo on us. And yeah, he's, he's done, done for the, for the year. year. Yeah. But, Trevor's in the concussion protocol also, by yeah, the way. We should that, mention. Yeah, that guy had exploded. That guy was better than B. I watched B. John Robinson like two or three plays, Jeff. Take a handoff. And there's a little bit of a sieve to the right or the left. And he goes the wrong way yeah. and runs right into a guy. Uh, Tennessee running back Henry said he is pondering his future after that loss yesterday knocked the Titans out of the playoffs. Yeah, definitely today you had the feeling it could be the end of my career with the Titans. He's normally one to stay in the moment, but added, I had a hope of kind of slipping in there, the playoffs, and then being uh, eliminated with three games left. I've been here my whole career, definitely wanted to go out strong, which that isn't the case. So the Titans are going to have a decision to make. Henry's 29, he'll be a free agent Mm -hmm. after... um, uh, after this season, he had a four-year, $50 million contract. I, he would seem like a perfect veteran piece if you can get him at an affordable rate to stick here. We have we have been searching for a backup running back, and our GM just keeps throwing, like, craps. Yeah, it's amazing. That you I mean, can't. two years in a row, everybody in the league, find, Keaton Mitchell's a rookie, Dan. Yeah. But refresh me when he went in round one and two. He was undrafted. Yeah, we can't find yeah. anyone, man. We yeah. can't, we're getting nothing from the bottom of the roster. We're completely top-heavy. If it's not Trevor or Travis Etienne or Josh Allen making a play, no one is. 
Kank Bigsby has 37 carries for 84 it's yards. Just, and you drafted him, man. Ernest Johnson has 36 carries for 170 uh, yards. That's your big free agent act. Trevor Lawrence has 300 yards rushing. He's the second leading yeah. and he's not, rusher on the team. And he's not team. a good rusher, quote-unquote. Yeah. So. We, we just we got nothing out of that at all from, from these guys. Um, Calvin Ridley's got 60 catches. Uh, he's still under 800 yards with three games to go. I'm not keeping Calvin Ridley. You did get three sacks last night. Yeah, that, that wasn't good for me. But I got one late too. There yeah. was all, and again though, it's been the, the the theme all year. I had another like four. I thought I was getting, but I, I'm determined now that I pay attention to the sacks. That must happen with everyone every you game. I think it probably does. But the three, I needed the three. So yeah, I was glad to get that. I'm up to thirty. But I watched the Houston. I'm up to thirty. And Carolina, by the way, I watched some of that Atlanta game. They were all over young. I think that may be the one. I may have a three or four yeah. day. I watched the Houston defensive line annihilate. Yeah, I did too. Here's the thing, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the wheel greased up, and I'll probably spin it. It was a 3-1 to one bet in case you missed it, me and Jeff. 35 was the number. We're at 33 but I, but I feel go. correct in my observation yeah, that I they didn't. just don't sack the quarterback well, near enough. And if Josh Allen had had the monster year where he had 50% of the sacks on this team, we would be in big trouble. So, yeah, and, and, we're, and we're like 26th or 27th in sacks. Oh, no, I know. So it's not yeah. near good And by enough. the way, they kept him off of Trevor for the most part. You can't say. The point being, they should have signed freaking Leonard yes, Floyd or, or one Davian Clowney, or who they had here. Or, or both. both. Or Key. Yeah, or Any kept of Arden them. Key. You know, or, they just, it's just, I guess what happens, you get to this point now, it goes from the, like, the decisions that he made in earnest. Mm-hmm. They now seem obnoxious, and yeah. so it's easy to get yeah. frustrated. I don't want to like overstate yeah, the you frustration. You kept trying to feed us Calevon Chase yeah, out in the offseason. Like, here's on, what man. happens when you do that, and you back your guys, and you're wrong. You leave an indelible impression with 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 your fan base, and it's not a good one that they're smarter than you are. Right. And Trent Baalke, too many times with what he says and what he does, empowers just Joe Fan mm-hmm. to believe he's smarter than the GM. Yeah, and that's a flaw. Yeah. Uh, Dewan Smoot had a great play last night. God bless him, man. <laughs> he chased him around. I maybe. mean, and then he hit him, but, I mean, he threw it up down to the five. That was Nice play defense with... by the, the secondary there, by the way. Way to let a guy go yeah. up between the two of you and, and bring it down. I Can't mean, let that happen. somebody go make a play. All right, we're going to break it down with Vaselli. That's coming up next. Breakfast with Vaselli on the way right here on a Monday morning version of the drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Ah, we hearken back to the days of yesteryear and glory. Jacksonville Jaguars suddenly limping, limping with a big limp, like a wounded horse. Many of you fans want to shoot them, put them out of their misery. Don Anthony Baselli Jr., PFHOF, number 355, number 71 in your program, number one in your heart, joins us on the program now to try to make some sense of it all. Tony, it's December, and they're 0-3 in the most important month of the year. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, not good. Um, not good, and I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> these prime times aren't so much fun when they lose. You can got it, you know. You can fight through it when they win, but when they lose, it just drags you down. Oh yeah, and I could. I was, then I had to take a red eye to get home yesterday. So I Oof. had not Woo! slept. Uh, I had not slept, and uh, you know those nights. You know, you're just so tired. Like I was so tired. I was so excited to get home after the game because I was exhausted. I was mad. And I get in bed and I can't sleep. Yeah. I, I, I had a little of that myself, tossed and turned I'm like, little. you got to be kidding me. I'm tired. I got to get up early. Yeah. I got stuff to do. What? It was, uh, next, next thing I know, it's like after 2 a.m. and I'm laying there looking at the ceiling. So. 
I like to go back and look at the computer. I, I wish I could watch the game immediately when I get home. I didn't tape it, so I just looked at some stuff. And uh, you know, I got I got a quarterback in concussion protocol. I got I got uh, he got his head banged off the turf. I, somebody's supposed to notice that. Was he showing any symptoms? I mean, I, I did you guys notice? I did. They're saying it no. was. I looked at the play. It's where the. Ravens guy slung him down on the ground. Oh, yeah, and, I, I know exactly. I remember seeing it. I'm like, ooh, that looks like it hurt. And yeah, he, but, but I didn't see his head go. Up. Yeah, I didn't see the head go bound. So I guess if doctors don't see oh, him show. See his, yeah. You can see his head hit the ground. Right. But, I mean, that happens all the time. He, he popped up. He was good. And mm-hmm. um, I, hopefully it's just precautionary. You know, yeah. hopefully, you know, threw him in there. He wakes up this morning. You know, really it's this morning him waking up and hopefully he's not you know, feeling crummy and right. you know, then you start the whole process and everything, basically everything has to go perfect for you to play the next week. Right. Perfect. Uh, Brock Purdy, I think did it and was able to oh, co- yeah. come back and play. But, situation you got to put in after the games. Right. But there's no guarantees here. And, and so there's a very real possibility he could miss his first game. Now he will fight like heck. And that's I what he bro- I, You want to bet that he plays? No, no, I don't. I, 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 <laughs> That aside, that dude's playing. If there's yeah. any possible way yeah. on planet Earth, he is playing. Yeah. That aside, he was terrible last night. What? Yeah, not great. Yeah, man. I mean, nah, just. He, I mean, long line of not playing great. Yeah, but Tony, it starts with the QB. I mean, the fumbles. I mean, it's stuff that you, at some point you got to correct. I don't know. Uh, t- take me through the end of the first half in the. Well, let's let's back. Let's talk about the fumble. First. All right, let's do that. The last one, okay, it's not great. I'm not saying I'm okay with it, but they were, you know, desperation. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, because if you don't score there, yeah, it's not over, over, but it's, you know, and it's third down, and he, I'm not, I'm not excusing it. You I know. Can't do that. You just can't do can't that. Do it. Try, I, I've said it. Multiple times in the show, one of the things that is his, his, his kryptonite, and I don't know how this is really. A, every time I say it, it sounds stupid, but he's like so competitive, he doesn't know when to stop. Yeah, but dude, you got to fix that. I mean, you can't keep you doing it over and over. And you go back, to, and now let's go back to the first one. This isn't the fifth. This isn't the fifth start of his career, Tone. It's the fifth. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. You go back to the first, the first one, okay. and it is third and seventeen. Mm-hmm. They have completely mangled going backwards yeah. after getting down there. Yeah. Um, but they're in field goal range. They have a chance to, you know, tie it up. And he, like, you're scrambling. There's nothing there. You're not getting 17 yards. Correct. Like, there's, like, five, right? Just, yeah, just go get our field goal or at least no, no, try yeah, our like, field goal. Just fall yeah. down. Yeah. Or, or even better yet, throw it out. You're outside the pocket. Throw it out of bounds. Like, there's nothing good is happening. Mm-hmm. It's over. And he's trying to do too much, trying to make a play, and he just drops the ball. No like, 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 just like what? Ha- just ha- like a lot of times, something will happen. Like your leg will hit it, or just something that just just dropped it. Change, I think he was trying to change hands, Jeff, and just, yeah, yeah. It was cold out. Ball's probably a little slick. He just dropped it. I'm not, and it's like, what are you doing? Can't do that. Too good of a player. Now I'm just going to say this, and I don't, we don't have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But to 
I mean, and this isn't just the people on X, my friends. Right. Like, stop with, is it time to rethink Trevor Lawrence? Please stop. I, I don't know. Like, I know. I, I heard I, one media member, I'm not going to even say this because I like this individual, mm-hmm. brought up that Gardner Minshew beat the Ravens earlier in the year. Yeah. Like, week four. I'm like, well, are we really doing this? Yeah. Like, really? Are we going to do this every time? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He has a bad stretch and, and Trevor Lawrence doesn't play great? Stop. Just stop. He is a franchise quarterback. Right. He's a very good player. He has the potential to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Is he playing at the level I thought he would play this entire year? No. no. But there's a lot of things going around. They can't run the ball. Right. They can't. I mean, they can't run the ball. They've they've got in their best. They. I didn't appreciate this. I knew he was their best receiver, but I didn't appreciate how much they – like Christian Kirk is really critical who's being. It's like the engine, right? I mean, you work off of him and what he's doing, it seems now. He And so, I mean, so just stop. Like, I, just stop. He's the quarterback. He's our, he's our quarterback. He had a bad game. People in the NFL have bad games. Okay, sorry. I said to get that PSA out. So I, I, it drives me crazy. I got you. It literally drives me nuts yeah. when I see that. After I know. A, a guy. But you have to also I, understand, Tony, and I get it. I totally agree with you, by the way. You have to understand that at some point, the disappointment about, you know, year three here and and the way he's played has not been, you know, there's just, it's it's not what we, ex, not what a lot of the fans expected. I wonder, I wonder if Buffalo early in the season. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. Four weeks or five weeks. I bet they did. Wanted to get rid of Josh Allen. I I bet they did. Uh, Like, yeah, maybe he's saying he needs to play better, but get rid of, like, questioning. Like, come on. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm just sorry. I just – it's hard. I know. Hard game. Hard game. Let me tell you what. And I'm going to be – sound like a broke record. I don't actually care anymore. The game's one up front. Yeah, tough game, tough game when you can't run the ball, and they rub it, run it, and they do. Tough game to you win. know it's fun. Did, it's, a big, it's a big man's game. Yeah, and when you when you lose that battle, um, it's hard to win. Did the offensive line play poorly last night? I I, I don't want to comment specifically because I just I was I had set my alarm because I usually before the show get up about five thirty six sure. to watch the fan, tape so I can answer those questions um i'll be honest with you the alarm went off after i went to bed at two fifteen, whatever time mm-hmm. and went off to get up and watch the film and i said mm, guys aren't going to get my film breakdown this morning i'm just tired <laughs> sorry <laughs> i felt like person and again i would that's why i ask you i i felt like it was not i didn't think they were horrible i thought they were okay i i mean he got sacked that one time the ground i mean i don't know well, so i'd have to go you know i, I thought i, I want to watch it mm-hmm. here's my impression after the game watching they only ran, I think, I think it was 34 yards. Yeah. Um, by the, uh, but I by thought the, ETN looked good in the beginning, and then they kind of stopped running yeah, but it. Here's, and this, they did, and I, that's why I want to watch. I, they, didn't, they didn't have enough attempts again. Yeah. Now, part of it, everyone's going to say, why is the press calling it? And I'd be the first one, an offensive line, probably screaming at the guy, poor guy. Right. But then you go look at the third down percent. It's hard to run the ball when you're three of 13. Yeah, they clearly don't believe in them. I mean, they're third and two, third and one. So, I mean, well, because, it, Dan, because they have not. I know. Go I know. At, you go look at it. 
They had a couple inside the tackle runs early in that game were good, but for the most part, the way this team has to run the ball is they have to work on angles and they kind of pin and pull guys and mm-hmm. try to get edges. They mm-hmm. they can't go just downhill and manhandle you. Right. If you look at what the like the Ravens now take away the hundred whatever yards Lamar rushed for because that's just he's a freak. I mean, yeah, yeah. How like why and me included. I just haven't watched them enough this year. How are they not talking about this guy? Everyone's about MVP. Yeah. I mean, he is that team. Yeah. I mean, the plays he makes are remarkable. It is like watching. It's like the old Tecmo Bowl when you had Bo Jackson and no one could tackle him. Yeah. He's I mean, uh, he's he's incredible. He's a, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't disagree. But take those off. Their running backs rushed for 144 yards. 100, I think it was 144, 149. Yeah. Um. But it, you go back and look at the game, and I'm looking forward to watch this. They, like early in that game, our defense was playing pretty good, hanging in there. But this is what big physical teams do. They wear you out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They keep on punching. They keep on going. They get two. They get three. They, oh, here we go, four, oh, a seven, back to a one or a two. And next thing you know, third quarter, you're on the field, you're mm-hmm. tired, mm-hmm. you've got a good defense, and all of a sudden those body blows are coming downhill, and now all of a sudden you have 15, 20. I mean, it just it, that's how good running teams play football. Yeah. That's how physical teams play football. I don't think we're a very physical team. I, I think I that's pretty clear. I think you're dead I, on on that, yeah. I don't think we can line up and just say when it's third and one, I think Press and Doug are scouring that big old play sheet going okay what, how are we going to do some quick pass to evan ingram or get yeah. you know a pick play in the flat I, to zay and, and by the way I, i'm over the i'm over the the bubbles and the well thing. that's their run game I know. guys when they run bubbles <laughs> so, that's like a run for them but it doesn't work I, I, one thing i've learned tone a lot of years of watching football receivers they don't block that well they don't really want to block they usually miss the block the corner comes up and blows up the play. And yet, the other thing that drives me nuts about this particular offense, and they finally did it last night, hey, look, the middle of the field, there's Luke Farrell, 28 yards. I can't tell you how many times I watched games yesterday where good quarterbacks shoot the ball down the middle of the field for 15, 18, 22 yards. Now, maybe they don't have time to do those routes. I don't know. But, boy, it sure seems like it seems like I may be wrong. It seems like we leave the middle of the field or don't try to attack that very often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Am I wrong or not? I, I, I ask I, I, you. I, I, you know more than me. Am I wrong or not? I, I Dan, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I have to go really look at it in its entirety and think about, mm-hmm. like, because sometimes our perception. Yeah, that's fair. It's like, you, you, come on, you guys have been married. <laughs> Perception's reality. Like, like, no, we're know. wrong and they're right. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, if I think it's true, it's true. So, like, I, so I don't know. Is that is that your perception because we just lost and it feels that way? It's yeah, not going the way we we've lost, lost right three now. in a row. Yes, I don't. Yeah, know. It's, so it's like all of a sudden you're saying, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say yeah. one way or another. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, when it's going poorly, mm-hmm. it's just hard. Like nothing, nothing, you know, feels right. And this team's not playing well. Right. I mean, there's no two, and it's it, and it's. And I get the frustration. I'm frustrated. I mean, you, you know, 
Like, if you were 8-6 and six right now, but you won your Monday night and Sunday night game, you'd feel a lot better. Oh, God, yeah. You've lost five games at home, man. It is what it, I mean, Look, this is a lost, I, I, this is a lost point, year. Yeah. We have a lost year. Yeah, but this is a lost year. Injuries, lack of development, a terrible offseason in hindsight. I, maybe the worst offseason the Jaguars have ever had was delivered to us at a time where we should be springboarding. And this is a lost well, year. We're just a light heavyweight, and we, we got pieces. We can get hit the gym and get some things right, but yeah. Someone told me that uh, maybe I read it was Sam Kavaris on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter that Chris Collinsworth said that this is a good team, not a great team. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. And, and I said hmm, that's an interesting like, and I think Chris is one of the best at what he does. Yeah, um, I really think he's good. And that, I'm like, that's a that's a good. I thought about that. I'm like, that's a fair comment. Um, and I don't even think we're very. I don't think we're playing good right now. But I don't. I don't want to say it's a lost year, and I want to come back to the, your comment okay. about the offseason. All right, stuff. and yeah. this is why: mm-hmm. you're eight and six, you're in first place in your division. Okay, every year you go into the season saying, "Let's win the division." That gives us a home playoff game. And let's find out what happens when you get into the tournament. Mm-hmm. This team, and, the, and nothing's happening in the tournament, though. Tone. <laughs> oh, yeah, hold on. This, they're in That's first why it's place, a lost season. Yeah, and they they control their. So destiny. are the Bucks, and so do the Bucks. We're no better than I the Bucks. That. That's who we are. We're Denver, the Bucks, the Texans. We're not the, the. That's why I'm saying it is a lost season. It's way we're way worse than we thought we were. Way worse. I, we I, are. I, it's not a lost season. Well, I, I mean, agree with your your I, latter okay. the latter part semantic. of your statement. We're not as good as we thought we were hoping coming in this How about, year. Okay, let's move past. Then it's not a lost season. It's the worst off season in franchise history, considering let's where we at, were and what we needed. Well, let me. And I was going to say, I, I don't, I'm not a guy who says, I told you so, but I kind of think I do that sometimes. Um, so maybe I am. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we talked about this and I, we talked about it all off season on the Monday show. I, and I, we said multiple times, we are not, we are acting like right. the team we had last year is good enough right. to go win. Right. We didn't make one move. Right. Mm-hmm. On defense, mm-hmm. we actually lost our best pass rusher on sub. Mm-hmm. Now, Josh Allen being the best pass rusher at the end of the season. But, you know, you remember that stretch when we were winning? Arden Key was making all kinds of plays. Yeah. On third down, especially from the three technique, he, he'd come in and rush inside. He was very effective at it. Um, and we didn't sign him back. And now he chose to leave, so I'm not saying they didn't try. But there was a number. Man, it wasn't like he took a huge deal either. It was like seven uh, million. So, I mean, so come how on. How many times did we talk on Monday morning of what deep veteran defensive end are they going to go sign? One after another, bro. One after we another. And, and I was with you guys. Yeah. And I was like, wow. We're I wanted. Not gonna do I wanted to. I wanted to lure JJ Watt out of retirement for cripes' sake. And we decided <laughs> not to do anything. We said that Trayvon and Josh are good enough. Right. And we'll bet that Smoot can come back. Kale on Jason is the coup de gras. That's yeah. when you okay. may as well just put up a poster. I don't know what I'm doing, and just throw that out there. Don't have a press conference. Just make a poster board with Caleb on and just hold it up that says, "I don't know what I'm doing." Thank the media and go back to your office. Well, I'm just saying. Then, then offensively, the only change, yeah, was Ridley. We went got Ridley, who's, who's been a disappointment. Well, that's not fair. We used a second and third round draft pick. On yeah. tight end. Okay, in free agency. Okay, fine. I'm in offseason overall. Okay, all right. In free agency, we did not make any offseason moves. Mm-hmm. And uh, hindsight's 2020, obviously, but we talked about that. 
And so no one's, I mean, so, and if you looked at it, and we talked about this, last year on that stretch, we had some miraculous comebacks. Yes, miraculous. I mean, and we 17 points fun. down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Too. Over and over. If it's not for a, 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 a Rayshon Jenkins strip sack and Josh Allen picking up, taking the house, we were getting beat by Josh Dobbs in the tight tennis. Correct. Titans. We would never even been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so, and one of the things you always got to be careful of, I mean, everybody is like, we, is that don't overvalue. And don't, don't, um, when you're winning, don't look at yourself and not see the, the blemishes. Right. Because you have to always be trying to get better. Correct. And I'm not saying, and trust me, Doug and that staff, they were trying to get, I'm not, they're trying to get better. I'm not right. questioning that at all. But no, but it's a good point. Like take the Niners, for example, like last year, middle, they were good last year, middle of the year. And what they do, they traded for Christian freaking McCaffrey. What they do right. this year, they went and got Chase Young. They're always trying to get better. We sit with our, with our hands on our ass. I mean, we just didn't do anything. And, you know, we traded for Ezra Cleveland at the draft at the trade deadline. Okay, but look, it is what it is at this point. I mean, that, with all now, that said, Tone, with all that said. First place. Yeah, yeah. But look forward. Tampa ain't a, ain't a layup anymore, boys. I thought, I thought, eh, don't worry. Even if they lose a couple of these, eh, it'd be fine. I'm not so sure, Tone, because I got news for you. Tampa's going to be a dogfight. Uh, uh, okay, Carolina at home, but I'm not counting anything. It's still a home game, so who knows? And then you don't think Tennessee's going to have motivation on that last day to to send us into oblivion like we did to them last year? Of course they are. Oh no, I agree, Dan. I mean, it's uh, it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the Carolina Panthers have major issues, so uh, like that would be a shocker. But other I than mean, that, okay. and, yeah. and other look than that. at look and again, you know, we went into the season thinking we were a heavyweight. We put on a heavyweight robe. We walked down to the ring full of our pomp and circumstance, and then we took off our robe. And we looked across, and the real heavyweights were there, and they beat us up like we're nothing. Boys, we lost seventy four nineteen at home to Niners, Chiefs, Ravens. Yeah, we are the Bucks. That's who we are. Baker Mayfield is Trevor Lawrence. They have the same up and down, can give you something week to week. Yeah. So it's all a crapshoot. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I disagree with you. And that's fine. But one has one has 24 touchdowns. I'm just asking a question. Yeah. So you're saying Trevor Lawrence is Baker Mayfield. So you What I'm like, saying, Tony, is you can't still they played 15, 14 games. Baker Mayfield has the same number of passing yards. He has 24 touchdowns, eight picks, a higher passer rating. What what would be fair to Baker if you're arguing his side then? They're a lot closer yeah, I, than I, 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 he's I, a lot closer been, to him than than, you know, uh, Mahomes or I, Lamar. I guess, I just guess I, I I've never been one who <clears throat> let's look at let's look at stat sheets and say which player we'd want over mm-hmm. the other one. Well, my guy, okay, I, that's I fine. That, but I, Baker Mayfield, I, I, I just lazy, I just think that's a lazy way. To okay, well, play. here's lazy Tony. Did you watch the games yesterday? Is this lazy knowing that Baker Mayfield went to Green Bay and put up the first perfect passer rating by visiting quarterback ever? That's not lazy, Tony. Yeah, but you're sitting that's there. That's reality. Yeah, okay, I understand that, but you're also sitting there. Now arguing that Baker Mayfield is better than Trevor I Lawrence. said right if now, ask, that's who we are. Okay, if you ask 31, 30. Oh, for goodness sakes. It's not for goodness sakes. If you ask 30 GMs, who do you want? 28 of them are yeah. going to say Trevor. That's I'm all. telling you, going into the game next week, they're the same guy. That's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. I, my point is, yeah. I'm not saying I would I, trade I think, him. I, 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 two things I can be. Dis- I, I I just don't. I think I I disagree <clears throat> with your comment, but I'll say this: right now, we are a above average team, and we are not playing good enough right now. And I believe, and I again, I saw this in Hex. So, like, I think I saw someone was quoting Doug uh, Peterson that we're not a very good team or something like that right now, and. He, he said we're not he good enough to that. beat good teams is basically I, good. We're not I, good I was there last yeah. Thank you. That's yep, it. Yep, yep. And he's right. We are and this is where you are right, Jeff. We're we're like a we're just middle of the just we're above Denver, the Minnesota, Tampa, yeah, I mean, New Orleans. That's who we are. We're that seven and seven, eight and six club. We're no better. Just, it, you are what you you, you yeah. are what your record says you are at this time. We're eight and six. I feel worse than that. Five at home and we and, we're not worse than eight and six. No, we're That's not. That's what it feels like. It feels worse. We've lost three in a row. Two of them at I home. We've lost not. five three, home six, games, six, man. Y'all are Tony. What good team loses five home games? Ooh, give me one in history ever. Jeff, you're eight and six. That's who you are. You're leading the division. I'm not saying we're one of the powerhouses. We all were overly um, generous to our positioning when we had were eight and three and we thought, you know, we were going to compete for the number one seed, me included. We all get caught up and we're winning. It's fun. It feels good. But the reality is we are an eight and six team that is fighting to, in a division that's better than people probably thought it was going to be this year, but just an average division to get into the playoffs. That's who we are. And so, mm-hmm. The best thing you could ever do as a human being, and this goes for sports too, is like, okay, let's start with what we are. This is who we are. Now we can say, what are we going to do with it, and can we get better? What can we do to get better, and what can we do to go win a division? And that's that's all that matters at this point. And and I agree with you. Tampa is going to be a tough game. You're on the road on Christmas Eve, and you're going down there after three straight losses, and they've got, guess what? They are. They're Seven and seven in first place in their division. They're in the same dang boat we are. And they might even be more desperate because they got a head coach, you know, three or four weeks ago was on the hot seat to get fired, possibly. And so you're going down to Tampa and they're trying to win a division in a bad division, and we're trying to win a division in a mediocre division. And if we don't play better, we're going to lose four yeah. straight. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. If we don't, learn, if we can't control the line of scrimmage, we can't run the ball. If we can't stop the run. If we can't, I'll go back to the same thing I've said the last week. The first thing you have to do if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, how about this? Because you're not going to change personnel. You're just not. Right. You're not going to get bigger and faster and stronger and everything else in a week. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Start by stop beating yourself. Yeah, sloppy football tone. Sloppy. Stop, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop turning it over. Penalties. Stop with the pre-snap penalties. Yeah. Oh. I just and I, I think Doug Peterson and is one of the reasons we're eight and six in my opinion because I think he's a great coach. But I the situational football drove me crazy at the end of the half. Yeah. I understand. He said we're trying to go fast. We're trying to sneak one in there. Teams do that. But if you're going to do that, you better have a quarterback that knows that if it's not there, you throw it in the back of the end. Correct. You do not throw it in the field of play. No, that was bad. You just don't do that. 
Go ask ask Andy Reid two years ago when they were dominating the Chiefs, I mean, dominating the Bengals at Mm -hmm. home, Mm -hmm. and instead of just kicking a field goal, they tried to get greedy, got stopped, and the Bengals came back and beat them in the second half. You don't give away points. Now, so Doug wanted to go fast. I disagree with that. And, you know, now if, if Trevor, because this is on Trevor as much as anybody, you got to throw it away so you get another chance. If it's me, I'm going down the field, 14 seconds, I snap, I, I spike it with, you know, between 10 to 12 seconds with left on the clock. And I got two shots at the end zone and I calm everybody down. And I'm in his ear saying, if it's not there, throw it in the stand. And I have two shots at the end zone. And worst case, I'm leaving with three. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's situational football. You can't do that. So just start by not beating yourself. If you do that. You at least have a chance. You got a chance. and yeah. you'll be, I'll say this. If we go from, because we've done it the last, I mean, I can't tell me how many times this year I just shake my head. I'm like, what are we doing? Right. If we just stop that. Mm-hmm. We will be. We will win the division, and we'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. If we don't, we will be at home watching the playoffs because you can't. You're not changing personnel. We we right. are who we are. We are an eight and six team right now. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. We play hard. Guys care. I love the lock. Good guys. Lock. Good locker room. It's important to them. All the things you run. There's a lot of good things about this team and this organization and what they did, and like the type of people they have, and they, they want to. I mean, they, these guys play hard. Mm-hmm. But is there an NFL team that doesn't play hard? I mean, I'm sorry, oh yeah, I'm bogging I, down I, on I everything. Chargers. Chargers yeah, didn't play they hard. Got fired, and they're <laughs> got fired. Right? I'm just saying <laughs> in general. I mean, Jeff, I've, I've seen. Can, if you can, you, can you find out. me an eight and five football team in the history of the NFL that doesn't play hard? I mean, I, I'm not trying to break you down. I'm just. I'm, well, no, but you, but, but Jeff, yeah, I get your frustration, yeah. but my good, I, listen to my whole point. No, I Don't have been I, for I years. Said. My whole point is they do a lot of good things. But you I guess the last win. three weeks, they maybe in general and concept, what have they done good the last three weeks? Give me something, man. Just okay, give me something to, who, to cuddle I'll, up with. I'll, I'll the last, okay, good. I'll, you have a bunch of guys out there who play their asses off hurt. Okay, and that, and let me tell you, in this league, that doesn't happen all the time. <clears throat> with contending teams, though, I mean, I you know, with no, no, I'm just telling you, they, you got guys who go out there, they play hard, they're not, you know, they're, they do the, they do things in from the manner of trying to be ready, trying to be professional the right way. Now, are they playing well? No. Are they doing stupid stuff? Yes. Are, they continue not be on the same page at times. In my opinion, yes. Are they physical enough? No. With all that, I'm telling you right now, go over the last three weeks. Just go over the last three weeks and say, if they don't beat themselves. The Cleveland Browns scored 21 points on broken or missed coverages because of a lack of communication and missed assignments. That's called beating yourself. That's called being bad, Tony. It's week freaking 13, dude. I mean, Jeff, I, I'd rather get beat because Jeff, the other guy's physically Jeff. better than I can't, you know? I mean, Jeff, and, that's, and the no, home game, by the yeah. way, the crowd was too loud at home. No, no one said that. They did say that. If you take it out of context, he says we have to do a better job communicating, 
Every I've heard every defensive coach in the history of time say that when you're at home and you have a loud crowd, you have to communicate better. That's all Doug was saying. He wasn't saying the crowd was too loud. Listen to the whole comment. Listen to me, Tony. With all due I'm respect, I've been here. For, I've been oh, listening to postgame for 28 yeah. years. I've never one time heard a coach in any format ever, ever, ever say that they got they got they 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 got confused and miscommunicated at, at home. I never have. Yeah. You're wrong. Okay. I, I, how I, can I be wrong? Way, I, have okay. listened, I have listened to you go on these diatribes <sighs> this morning. You sound like every other fan sure. on Twitter yeah. or X mm-hmm. and make these outrageous, ridiculous stuff. That's not true. Like what? Tell me what outrageous, like said, ridiculous. No ever said that the, the I, that's not what I said. I said for 25 years, I've never heard a coach say right, that. We're way over. We I, got that's it. what we I got said. We that's gotta, what I said. I didn't we say gotta, anything uh, other than that. We got to go. We got to yeah. go. Way over. Good Thank stuff, Tony. You'll be back later today. Appreciate you, man. Hall of Famer Tony Baselli, this is The Drill. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball oh, no. of fur. Oof, been a while. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Happy kitty, mm, sleepy yeah. kitty, purr, purr, purr. Come, come, come jump up in Uncle Lamar's lap. I'll, I'll rub you right between the, between the ears while I... Shove it down your throat. Ow. So. Ooh, ar. <laughs> uh, there's something that happened at the stadium last night that annoyed me. I'm going to make a plea because I know the Jags are listening. Jags do a great in-game experience. So, But this is just one thing that, for the love of God, you got to know your team. you got to know your history. You cannot do this, okay? And there's lots what of happened? What do you got? all kinds of mu- uh, music selections that they play. But listen to me, people down there. If you play Living on a Prayer down there one more time, I'm coming into the booth. I'm going to pull that DVD out. And I'm going to smash it to bits. You don't play Living on a Prayer at a Jacksonville football game unless, and there's one caveat, you're beating the holy hell out of the New England Patriots at home, and then you play Living on a Prayer. Otherwise, don't ever play it. You got to know what happened in 2017, man. Yep, yep. I was there in 2017. Mm-hmm. I saw John Bon Jovi in the putting his tongue into Bobby <laughs> Kraft's ear. I saw that. <laughs> I love this song, but I don't anymore. <laughs> I don't anymore. You cannot play that. Wow. They played Living on a Prairie in New England, and the place exploded. Get that song the hell out. You can play anything else. You can play Sweet Home Alabama. You can play whatever theme you want. Do not play Live It Out of Prayer. It ain't our song. I don't want to hear it. Please knock it off. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that would have never occurred to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Get that thing out of the rotation. <laughs> Can we just play Sweet Home Alabama every break? Can That's we go wrong? I don't care Free what bird. you play. I don't care what you play. Do not play somebody else's song. It's not our song. I don't want it. I like. I used to like the song. I used to like to rock to that song. Mm-hmm. Then I was there in 2017, and I watched that stadium explode. And I watched John Bond and Bobby Kraft hugging and kissing and get it out of here. I got a song for you. Oh, yes. We're the great. That's what we are. Pretenders. Should have been here at six. That we open the show. Pretending the Jags are going to win. Oh. We are pretenders. Instead, we fall down and hand the ball to them and lose to the Ravens once again. He needs to process and write it down. Oh, yes. What's it called? We're the great pretenders. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Trevor yeah, can't hold on to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> we look up at the scoreboard. It's 23 to 7. We have taken another fall. <laughs> We call those bars. Oh, my God. Ugh. Who sings that? Uh, that'll be uh, the, the Platters. L- platters. Yep. Legendary song. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. <sighs> Eight and six. Three straight losses. Tampa on Sunday. And Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> We're filthy animals. Oh, we man. they got to find a way. Somehow, some way. Uh, to scratch out a victory in that one. Otherwise, uh, we can pretty much pack up the footballs. I, it never has a team limped into the playoffs. I, I, do, I do think one thing. Winning, winning and getting to the playoffs for a second year in a row is so vitally important to this franchise. Oh, man, absolutely. We have to shed this loser crap, dude. If we don't make it to the playoffs. It would be a disaster. Oh, man. So, Whatever it takes, however you have to do it, even if you don't have Trevor, you have got to win two more games and win the South, man. You have got to. Because let me tell you something. We haven't had consecutive winning seasons since 04-05. We haven't had consecutive seasons in the postseason since the freaking 90s. It's 2023. 98 and 99 E were the last time we went to the playoffs back to back because we went in 05, 07, 17, and 22. We desperately need 22, 23. We need to build on. We can, we can Monday morning quarterback the hell out of this football team when we get there. But there's still three games left, and these boys got to find a way. Somebody's got to step up. Somebody has got to make things happen. Somebody has got to get us some wins. Man, this schedule was custom-made for us. Custom-made. It's all been handed. It's all right there. (laughs) We can't even. (laughs) I mean, you cannot lose two of the next three. And even if you're nine and eight, I I mean, I guess you take nine and eight at this point. I guess you take nine and eight at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, we're way over. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll uh, try to make some sense of where we are and stop pretending. This is the drill. Yo, what up? This one clap with Mary J. Did you catch Sean Payton just ripping yes. Russ Wilson a new one? I, I, think, don't, I, don't. I know what it's about. Did y'all figure out what it's about? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And he's right. Sean Payton's right. Russ will take that just fine. Mm-hmm. Russ had a major, major brain freeze. And he didn't take enough time to let him to give his sideline enough time to see if that was a reviewable play. And it was. The guy got in, and the, again, the refs are just awful. But they had a play before where the, the the kid, I think it was the the McLaughlin kid, caught a ball over the middle. He took it right to the goal line, and then they hit him there. And and Russ, you know, called a play too quick. You know, they didn't they didn't utilize any of the clock. They they didn't give the, the and, and I guess he was being told to hold on a second. And so that's where frustration came from Peyton that, yeah, come on, man, that's, again, it's field awareness. And even a guy like Russell Wilson who's shown great field awareness. I get it. It, just, it is a little bit uncomfortable for me. Like, uh, you know, you could do that to Russell Wilson, but do that somewhere else. Wilson made it comfortable for me. Yeah. I mean, coaches yell, at, it. Yeah, yeah. coaches yell at players. Yeah. He knew it was uh, he was getting it. Yeah. I don't think he felt particularly embarrassed. Yeah. But. Nah, it's, you know, listen, 
I can't argue with Sean Payton. He's done a terrific job this year. They ran into a buzzsaw in Detroit. The Lions uh, yeah, they were uh, needed a bounce-back game, and they bounced back. I only well. hit two of my five packs. The two I hit, I really hit. I had Detroit and Dow- uh, Buffalo, and they were both easy, and then mm-hmm. uh, that's it when it comes to this. Here's where I am with this football team, and this is the great thing about being a sports fan. I just I don't have the belief anymore. The three straight losses, like I used used to be, if we had lost a game, we'd go to Tampa. Ah, we're going to beat Tampa. Now I'm just seeing all these shortcomings, the injuries. I don't believe we're good enough to to do anything this year. And where we are salary cap-wise, where are we at roster-wise, where are we are with the guys who are going to, quote-unquote, fix things or keep things going. And, I, you know, it's just, you know, not, not the time of year that you want the pessimism to stick in. Well, I, you know, it's funny because <clears throat> I go back to being one and two. Mm-hmm. And I can distinctly remember at one and two the discussion on this program was, look, let's accept what we have here, and we're a team that's going to be fighting for the division. That was our point then. We got to be fight. We're not one of the big boys. Then we won five in a row, and I think we got carried away again. And then we started, say, and including a win over the Buffalo Bills, by the way. And I think you know, hey, uh, there we are, six and two, and we we let we should have kept kept held our ground, and we didn't. And look, it is what it is now. I mean, again, to me, and this is the one thing I would argue with you. It does matter. It matters for this franchise. You talk about DNA of organizations it matters to this team and this city and this organization to get into the postseason it matters to win the AFC South back to back we never do that we've got to start changing that even in a season where we're maybe under the realization that you know we're not that good but you know what go play Cleveland again here maybe you have a different outcome in the postseason maybe you add another playoff win to your docket then you go somewhere and 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 to Miami or to Kansas City wherever that's where my that's where my confidence is waning. I like, don't mind. Like now I get in the game, it. I, I get it. If they, if, mine too. If they get the ball, yeah, I, feel, yeah. I feel like they're going to – like if the other team gets the ball, yeah. whether it's Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, yeah. and they need to score, yeah. I feel like they're going to. Yeah. And when we get the ball yeah. and we need to score, no. I honestly feel like we're not. Yeah. And that has not been in me the but, all year. Yeah, Even but when if we you struggle, think back I did, to this – I didn't think that after week two. But if you think back to this season, man – Third and twos, third and ones, yeah. there's always this uh-oh about us because we can't run the freaking football and we don't necessarily have great play calls outside of third and one, third and two because you, there's only so many things you can do. Uh, yeah, I got some breaking news for you. Talk to me. Uh, transfer portal number three coming into the University of Florida. Uh, they get a commitment from Oregon defensive back corner. Triquezi Bridges. Triquezi Bridges. We call him Quezzi. We call him Quezzi. We've had a Quezzi before, but we got another Quezzi. Uh-huh. So uh, that's, you know, look, I don't I don't know anything about him. So it is what it is. But it is a transfer portal guy number three for the Gators. And they desperately, you know, needed some of this to happen. What's this uh, guy's background? I don't know. I don't know anything about him except he's a corner. And I saw yesterday that. Uh, Florida was definitely in on them, and and so the, for them to get them, that's three guys. They've gotten a they've gotten an offensive lineman, an edge guy, and a corner. They certainly need offensive linemen, edge guys, and corners, and they certainly need twenty two year old offensive linemen, twenty two year old edge guys, and I don't know how old this kid is. Corners. Those are those are good. Uh, again, those are guys that you need. And the other thing is, it's a perception thing too. It's a perception thing. And and shoot. A month ago, I said, they got to hit the portal, man. You've got to hit the portal because he has to understand he has to win. If he does not win early, he won't make it to his fourth year. So, 
Uh, anyway, a, a bit of good news on the front. Signing day is coming up on Wednesday. So, um, you mentioned uh, field awareness earlier in this segment. Yes, sir. Talk about field awareness. T. Higgins, that catch. Oh, prob- that was oh, beautiful. Probably play of the year. Beautiful. Probably. Beautiful. It wasn't just the ca- First yeah, off, it was the play. Browning's throwing a pick. Uh, yeah. The Vikings guy's like, oh, my God, why are you throwing? Now, Higgins comes out of nowhere, uh-huh. and I know he's 6'5", and I go, oh, he's going to snag that. And he dang sure did snag it. And he got his feet in, too, he, uh-huh. on the one-and-a-half-yard line. And then he's being turned. Thank you. Then he's being turned to to go out of bounds. Uh-huh. So he reaches back around Backwards. to the right way, to the right side, uh-huh. and lays the football across the uh, pile. Uh-huh. You're saying that's good field awareness. Oh, that was Whereas beautiful. running, like, unencumbered with no one around you, uh-huh. dropping the ball on the ground, bad <laughs> field awareness. Bad. Or if you hit a play and you got, like, 12 seconds to go, and perhaps you could run another two, maybe even three plays to try and score a touchdown. Instead, you swing the ball out into the flat. Also bad field awareness? Bad field awareness. Now, let me ask you this, Dan. Should at some point the coaches maybe wean you off of this field awareness? Or? Co- he, and Peterson said that last night. I don't understand. What did he like, say exactly? He said, we, it's not, we got to coach him better. We got we to, gotta, you know, so, um, yeah, I, I agree. And listen. You hit the play to Zay Jones. Somebody's the, the the microphones are open in Trevor's ear. Now I don't know if they told him. Look, you know, let's. They said the mistake was throwing it in bounds. They wanted to go, 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 run a play, but make sure you throw it into the end zone. You have to throw it into the end zone. So uh, that was bad field awareness. That and the, the fumbles. I just. Oh my gosh. I just. How many fumbles does he have this year? How many fumbles does he have in his career? Uh, he has a 37 this year and 412 in his career. <laughs> you might be right. Let's get to the 9 o'clock nasty and really crank it up. I like it. Do that. This is the dream. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes. Hey! Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E is the GOAT producer. All right, 9 o'clock nasty. I don't know how much nastier we can get. I'm almost ready. And this is how, this is, this is, this is a sacrilegious, sad statement. But I, I'm, again, physically and mentally exhausted from football season this Uh, year. The Gators killed me and then the, and the Jags are in the process of, Taking my carcass. Yeah. I just I feel like the I feel like I'm not quite dead yet, Pross. Mm-hmm. I'm laying on the side of the road and the vultures are picking at me. That's what I feel like with this yeah. football season. I mean, my gosh, man. I almost want to say when will it end, but I just I had this just this smidge. A little bit of despair. Of hope. This tiny, tiny smidgen of hope that somehow, some way. Our Jaguars can find their way and get into the postseason and win a playoff game and go somewhere else and who knows what, but get to the tournament. You got to get to the tournament. I have no confidence whatsoever that they can trade punches. We've had, we've got, like you said, we've gotten in the ring three times with the with the with champions and three times we've gone down in the first. We were like, uh, what was our guy Pete Peter McNeely against? Uh, was it Tyson? Was yeah. it Peter no, McNeely? No, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we go in the first round, we come out and just got cold cocked. <sighs> it's depressing. Well, they need a win. Bad. You lose three in a row. You forget. You forget that you have a team that does know how to and can win. Yeah. And there are yeah. there are, there are a lot of you know there are, there are a lot of attached reasons here, but you know I think it's important for our own sake to to realize that that's everywhere. Right. All the teams have injuries. We're not the only ones, and. We got some serious issues with now Zay Jones joining Christian Kirk on the Walking Wounded. If he'll be able to play, it's nice to get uh, Agnew back. I don't think it's a real great sign about your offense that you've got invested all this in a number one receiver and a dude just came off the shelf and in one play did what we've been waiting all season on you to do, which is get wide open behind the defense. Yeah, where is Ridley getting wide open? That's been the oh, biggest wow. disappointment with him because that's what we were told by all his peers. This dude's the best route runner. Order. Route runner. Every time, every time Trevor throws to him, there's somebody draped on him. He was, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He just didn't do much. I mean, we need an eight one forty from him, not four thirty two or five twenty seven. I mean, it just there was a great uh, football celebration yesterday. I saw. I want to give a shout out to I. I my favorite one of the year, touchdown wise, were the Dolphins on the roller coaster. I thought that was a great one. They have a lot of good ones. They do. But there was a sack dance yesterday that was terrific by the Saints. They did it twice. Did you see it? I ain't no. See it. So Tommy DeVito, you know what Tommy DeVito does with the Paisan? The Paisan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Saints sacked him twice and went, Paisan. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, they gave it to him. That's fair. <laughs> you know, that's fair. So uh, uh, he's trying, you know, he's got this, he's got this uh, agent, you know, Paisan. Have you seen the agent? You said, you've seen pictures of the agent, oh, right? Yeah. Right. So the agent comes out, like the agent's traveling and, they're trying to cash in now while they can because yeah, it's, it's, it's about to – the Tommy DeVito train's about to come to a crashing halt, come off the tracks. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, three straight, like 100-something passer rating games. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, he's about to come back to earth. And so he's supposed to – I think he's back. Yeah, he's supposed to appear at this, uh, this uh, Jersey, I don't know, deli or something. And so the Jersey Deli canceled it because they said, well, after the Packer win, he upped the price to 20000 instead of 10000 And then the agent came out and go, that's not true. We had no signed copy. So it's that little bickering stuff. You saw that agent last Monday night, right? Yeah. You weren't here on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw him. I saw him. He's great. He's, he's, he's like uh, he's like a character, like movie character. son is what he reminds me of. Or, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's a movie character for sure. So anyway, so that, 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 that's all, all coming out. Uh, uh, on the backside that, you know, the Giants fans got a little carried away with Tommy DeVito. He's, like I said, he did nice jobs. It's exciting, but you start talking about, oh, he's like Brady. We found this guy. No, you didn't. Stop. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. There's one guy that's been found like Brady. That's Purdy. Correct. He's been found like Brady. Brock Purdy. And by the way, you talk about MVPs. You talked about Lamar. I'd say Christian McCaffrey, maybe MVP. That's fair. You know, I don't. I, He's the MVP it's, it's, in it's my world after I watched what he did to my fantasy team yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to you. You can make arguments for a lot of guys, and I'm okay with that. I, I was big on the cheetah. I thought the cheetah, but didn't cheetah? cheetah. Kind of fell off. A if you're, bit. Yeah, well, if you're a wide receiver, you can't sit out a game. You got to go. You gotta, you gotta he's got to go break Calvin Johnson's yeah. record. But if he does that, then I would say, yeah, MVP. But so, but McCaffrey stayed upright and healthy, and you said he had a big day yesterday. Huge day. Yeah. You know, Josh, you know, Josh Allen only threw it like 12 times yesterday. 
Yeah, he had a quote-unquote down day throwing, but they finally got a running game. If James Cook can run, that's what's been missing for Buffalo is what they, James Cook did yesterday. They, so are you ready to dust Buffalo off? Because you bear, you said no way. Well, no, no, I'm not the only one, friend. Uh, I got you all on board. Huh? I got you all on board. I'm yeah. not the only one. I, I, f- I, rode, I rode with Buffalo No, you year. died. You Did he not die? He came off of him. <laughs> I did. Fin- yeah, you finally said, oh, you were right about Buffalo. You uh, finally damn, came off I wish him. I had. I know, you shouldn't have. I like Buffalo. But to your point, yeah, they, they've righted the ship. For I sure. do think this, though. Still wouldn't be in the playoffs well, today. What, this is what I think. They better win them all yeah. because I think they lose a lot of tiebreakers and, and they're going to kick themselves if they're 10-7. and seven. Like, they got the Chargers... Who stink and, and the Patriots? Win, yeah. Win. Okay, that so that might, should get them. Yeah. That should get them to ten and six. But then they got the Dolphins, yeah. which could be for the division or bust. Mm-hmm. My point is, if they go ten and seven, I don't know if they get. Well, here's in. the deal. There's going to be in the here, AFC. Here, there's going to be like a ten and seven team that doesn't get well, in. Here's the reality with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They lost to Denver and to Cincinnati. Two of those teams in that eight and six, seven and yeah, seven territory yeah. they're in. Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Jaguars. Yeah. If somehow. We're part of that theory. Again, If what a big game it is next week. Like, I almost feel like it is what it is, I said. We all watched it. We were overmatched. And we made and we made critical errors on top of that. And it's almost time just to look ahead to, to, to Tampa and trying to get right, man. Mm-hmm. But I got news for you. You know, again, Baker Mayfield produced the, per, the first perfect passer rating by an opponent in Lambeau Field history. That's correct. And a lot of guys have played there. Peyton's played there. Brady's let's, let's played there. he comes back to earth. They've all played there. But my point is, with that and, and Godwin and Mike Evans, we should be an underdog. We're you, playing you, like crap. You like to talk about underrated guys. Mike Evans, one of the underrated receivers in the history of the NFL. Oh, and, and, and even more so than yeah. Keenan Allen. Like, Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer to me. Slam dunk. Do you agree? You guys agree? He should be. Yeah. I think he and Keenan Allen are real good. Yeah. Mark, real, they're the same guy. Neither yeah. one has gotten – I bet you their career numbers are real similar. I bet you Keenan is close to my – and he didn't have the consecutive 1,000-yard yeah. seasons. Yeah. And yeah. Evans has really never been hurt. That's another credit to him. Well, yeah, that's – I mean, he's missed some time, but he's not, like, missed a year or, or you know, ACL. It seems yeah. like he, you don't go – is it 10 years in a row now with 1,000 or 11? 1,000, 1,206, 1,321, 1,000, 1,324, 1,157, 1,000, 1,000, 1,124, 1,077, 15.4 yards of carry, 750 career receptions, 92 touchdowns. First ballot Hall of Famer, man. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And he ain't well, done yet. No, I, I, well, and I, don't, I think he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years, 1,000 yep. yards every year. Um, it's eleven thousand five hundred two yards. What's he have total? Eleven thousand. Yeah. Uh, Keenan five. Keenan Allen has ten thousand five hundred. Yeah. How yeah. many career yeah. catches? Uh, career catches for uh, Keenan is uh, eight ninety three. Seven forty nine. How many years Keenan in? Uh, he started in thirteen. Four. One extra year. So, so he's yeah. right on par. Yeah. Real, real, how many? How many touchdowns? Um, sixty. Ninety two. Wow. wow. Evans has always been a touchdown guy. Yeah. Great players. Great yeah, players. Under, both underrated, both of them. Yeah. Mine's Keenan, yours is Evans. I, because of where we are, mm-hmm. I don't feel that underratedness for Evans quite as much. I mean, yeah. the Bucks being here and seeing yeah. him all the time. Yeah. So I've, I'm aware of just what he's done. He's I, just, also, I mean, he was great at Texas A&M. Yeah. He's been great in Tampa, but nobody yeah. ever mentions him in that group. That's fair. That's all I would say. Yeah, that's but fair. Keenan, too. They don't yeah. really mention. No. Keenan might get more mentions than yeah. Evans. No, I, to I, your I, when you say group, you mean Chase, yes, Jefferson, yes, Hill. ever. Yeah, fair. Right? Fair. Now, did Mike Evans, what was his, let me look real quick here. Um, most catches in a year. 
oh shoot, 96, 86, 80, 66 this year. So he's only had one 96, one in the 90s. Well, that's so why that's why you have Allen why. with more catches. Yeah. Right. What's yards per catch Allen has? Uh, let me pull back. This up guy's real quick. a big one. I, yeah, I no, think. he's not. Yeah. He's more has been more. That, like, I bet he's got him by two or three yards. Uh, average. What is it? Average per catch? Yeah. Um, eleven point seven. Fifteen point four. Oof, that's big. That is big. Yeah, that's better. His average per year is better than Allen's first year. You forget Keenan Allen. Uh, another one came right as a rookie. Seventy-one, ten, forty-six, eight mm-hmm. touchdowns as a rookie. Oh, now they're need, there. We need one of those. No, dude, I'll give you the perfect if you're going to just add to the frustration of last night's Jaguar effort. I don't know if you want to. You know the Mad Buike kid, right? Yeah, we looked at him hard. Yeah. He's got 12 sacks. Yeah, you know you know what? Texas A&M. Third round. We talked about him. Yeah. Third round. Yeah, I know. Our guy has got to go find us some talent. I know. I mean, they're getting more out of first third rounders than we get out of first rounders. Yes. He's better than Trayvon Walker. And he went in the yeah. same draft, round three. Now, I know this happens to everyone, but it's especially happening here. Balky gets straight Fs for drafting. He is drafted terrible. And now we're now we're stuck because now we don't have that. Like, there's some teams that aren't playing great. Like, like Green Bay's lost a couple. They got good young teams, young cores. Yeah, Green Bay's trotting all uh, kinds now, of Now, Collinsworth young. was big on us. He says, look, Doug, they need help up front. Trevor's a really good generational quarterback. He mm-hmm. needs some more help around him. Mm-hmm. Um, like they said, he's a, they're a good team, not a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, likes Trayvon Walker. Are these coming mm-hmm. into his own? That well, he was had a, a really six good sack. Game had a good game. Night. And six sack, right? If you end up with seven or eight, that's progress. Maybe yes. next year you'd be the double digit guy. That's fine. Uh, terrible news to pass along. What's that? Um, Eric Montross has passed away. Wow. Just 52. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised uh, he's that old. Diagnosed with cancer just nine months ago. Was a beast in college, man. Indiana kid who went to North Carolina. Yeah. Really good player. He was, Florida was in the recruiting picture with him. Yeah. That yeah. was way back, too. That may have been like, well, what is 32? That would have been, what, 90? Yeah, that's Kruger trying to get him. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, that that just wanted to pass that on as well. Uh, Jags, man, somehow, some way, Mike Evans and the Tampa Bay Bucks, Christmas Eve, half Put all distractions out. If you can go win Sunday, all is well. We'll with be the fine because you'll get to ten. You'll be fine, and yeah, and then you're gonna have, you got Carolina. Carolina, look, I do. No matter the struggles at home, no matter the state of confidence, I they're not losing to Carolina at home. I am pound on wood. <laughs> uh, Eve, were you rolling on that? <laughs> uh. And we're not, and you know, we're not, we're not getting anything out of the running game. We're just, I mean, there's a thousand reasons here why they're not. And, I just don't. And yesterday, I, the, the face of the franchise was the face of the failure. Trevor Lawrence had his worst day. They're yeah. still a lot better comparatively at quarterback than they are all the other positions. That's what people need to remember. Yeah. While they naturally give too much credit and too much blame to the quarterback, remember that our quarterback is closer on par to what you need to be than all of our other position players. Yeah. Except for Josh Allen. Everybody else. The good players that you want to be are further ahead than, say, the quarterbacks are of Trevor. Yeah. That's what I would say. How are, how are um, what's the buzz in Atlanta on, on Arthur Smith? The buzz in Atlanta is, I don't know, I feel sorry for Arthur Smith. Did mm-hmm. he draft Desmond Ritter? No. I mean, you can't I mean, win did in he? This I don't league. know. I don't know. I don't think he runs the draft. You, you can't win in the league with Ritter and Mariota and, 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 and Heineke. So, I mean, I don't know. 
Arthur Smith is not real embraceable. He doesn't have a warm personality. So right. I don't think the fans or the organization is crazy about him. Mm-hmm. But I will say that you can't you can't be expected to win with those quarterbacks. But you can't lose to Carolina. No. And yeah. they've had a lot of lot. Dan, they should honestly be with if they were any good at all and could finish, they'd they'd be they'd be eleven and four right now, honestly. And I feel like they've we, lost four we, games. I feel in like the final we say seconds. that every year. Yeah, about the Atlanta what, Falcons. That's what they are, dude. I know. That's what they've been my whole life. It's amazing. But that's why that's why to me it's important for the Jaguars to win this division. Well, it, it's also why it's, it's very so important, important for the Jaguars to start drafting better than terrible. They draft terrible. You can't sustain, mm-hmm. man. You know this. Right. You can get good like last year, and then you go in, you keep all those picks, you go into the draft, and you add nothing to make your team better. You're bad at what you do. Mm-hmm. You're not a good talent evaluator if you have a 41-person draft that you get nothing out of. I said it yeah, about a month. Second-round pick, nothing. Third-round pick, nothing. Fourth-round so pick, time nothing. For, and, and by the way, and again, you know, it's uncomfortable, like, you know, shooting for people's jobs. I don't really necessarily mean to do that, but in the context of a football organization, it's time for Shaw to be aggressive yeah. and put some feet to the damn fire, man. Yeah, that's fair. All right, got to take a break. Uh, we'll come back and uh, keep it rolling right here on The Drill. You know, Hick, there's something that's been going on in football for a long time. Whenever we went to some of these zone concepts, and for the life of me, I can never, it will never make sense to me. Okay. And it's when, and it's not, this isn't JAG exclusive. This happens in college. It happens with all the other teams. Mm-hmm. Why you would have, say, Josh Allen, and he ever drop back into coverage instead of rushing the quarterback or TJ Watt or mm-hmm. Khalil Mack or Bosa and they all do it yep. and the great ones get their sacks anyway but man if it were me and I were a coach and I was trying to put together a game plan I would never it would be like using your cleanup power hitter to steal a base I mean I know they're versatile enough and I know the answer you bring him back you throw him in mm-hmm. you throw him all confusion Dan is that working like, when we drop Trayvon Walker or Josh Allen back, is that leading to some miraculous we confuse them play? I did or does see, it take one of our few pass rushers and, I don't know, remove him from the equation? I did see Trayvon Walker in coverage yesterday, and he missed the tackle, and the guy got around him for well, about I five just, more I yards. I just like, yeah. man, I mean, you got these t- – and, again, this isn't Jack exclusive. This is football. This happens in college, pros. It's been happening for years. But, man, when you take a great pass rusher and you drop him into coverage, it sort of seems like you're doing the other guy a favor. All right, without further ado, brought to you by Pet Paradise, it's time for New York City Headlines. I want to remind you, get those holiday reservations a week out from Christmas. Still not too late. Go to PetParadise.com. And don't forget the home for the holidays uh, promotion where you can find one of these four uh, local pups that are in need. Rescue one. They will will take care of you at Pet Paradise. Going to give them a year wellness plan from New Day Veterinary Care. You find those in all the Pet Paradise. And also, each dog will participate in the Pet Paradise 21-day dog training program that's also available at your local Pet Paradise location. Ex-NBA G-Leaguer faces murder kidnapping charges after woman's remains found. People are evil, man. Evil's a real thing, dude. It's just this, and this, if you read that story, uh, here's an idea. Don't. Don't even read it. Dan has told you enough about that one. Completely broken infant orphaned after speeding drunk driver slams into parents from behind. (sighs) Stunning twist. New investigation reveals how Texas mom became a key witness in her own murder investigation. Okay, that's a riddle into a conundrum. I guess she probably left some sort of proof for him in the past. 
Uh, Matthew Perry's ketamine overdose. Ketamine. Ketamine overdose mm-hmm. should be a lesson in expanding use of the dangerous drug. Well, no, this should be a lesson in when to kick a habit, you should probably better off really kick. I saw one of his friends came out, so he was never sober. He's always presented when he has. He's always a struggle. And when you lie to yourself, you can't get completely better either. Hitting a high note, J-Lo sings, glitters in green gown at her and Ben's star-studded Christmas party. <laughs> Those two, by the way, you can just tell that one's headed for split. Do they make it through 2024, Oh, no. oh no. They don't, do they? Yeah. Affleck and J-Lo, it How already feels like they're living in separate worlds. Yeah. I'll say Paulina Gretzky shares glimpse of Caribbean birthday fun in new video. Did she... You say new video or nude? New. new. He said new. Uh, new. Maybe he, he, he was already Googling <laughs> I'm about to say heads the Google. Did they ever marry, she and Dustin? Yeah. They are married. Woman suffers horrific puncture wound after mule deer gores her outside home. Oh, oh, gosh, man. I hope that wasn't in Columbia, Tennessee, home of the Mule Day Parade, or they're going to be down one mule this year. <laughs> you got to put a mule down for that one, don't you? Very exploitative TikToker slam for filming Philly drug users in Trank tourism. Oh, this is what has kind of put them over the top that TikTok is exploitative. This was what it was. <laughs> See Taylor's <laughs> heated reaction after yeah, boyfriend so Travis gets pushed during I'm, I'm Chiefs sick Patriots of, I'm, game. I'm sick of seeing Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift killed my Taylor Swift owes me fantasy football entry fee. She <laughs> killed my fantasy team since the day she put her fangs into Travis Kelsey. He's done nothing. Nothing. He, he, you stick for your man, girl. He, are you listening? Huh? I'm listening. Beyonce leaves little to the imagination in itty bitty short see through top. Ooh. Google. Google. Heads to Google. Huh? Sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, this is NSFW. That's what they say. <laughs> Inside a billionaire's private island where nightly stays start at 20K. Listen, if a billionaire has a private island, there's some sketchy stuff going Absolutely. on. Every billionaire with a private island is Absolutely. running something that you think is only happening in movies. <laughs> Two kids trying to make it. It's a tough world out there. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny break up. Uh, who knew they were together? After dating for less Listen, than a year. Th- this coven most of them so fast, I can't keep up with who they're with and when. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. I think I knew that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Study bolsters evidence that severe obesity increasing in young U.S. kids. Studies have, I guess, failed to convince the young kids that extreme obesity is bad. Yeah. Isn't that happening every year? New York City headlines. Well, that's it. We make the turn for home. That's too Next. real to be true. We can't make it up. It's been the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. We'll come back and introduce you to uh, Jaguars today. They'll probably be in a good mood. They, like us, not in victory formation this morning. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, let's get this thing out of here. Uh, hey, Tony. <laughs> Jaguars today is coming up. What? A uh, lot to talk about, obviously. A lot to unpack. A disappointing uh, performance at the bank, at home, under the lights, national TV, just... No bueno. <laughs> yeah, it's all in there. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking, obviously, reacting to yes, you will. Uh, the loss last night. Three in a row uh, now for the Jags as they enter you Play the your best football in December, right? That's what you're supposed well, to do? That's the idea. Is that the idea? Uh, for them, it's a shame that the playoffs don't start around Thanksgiving, right? Like, yeah. Because if they did, then they'd be going, whoo, this mm. team going into the playoffs. Now, the way it's gone the last three weeks, that might not have worked out for them. Uh, right when everything is said and done, but certainly, you know, the last three weeks have 
been no bueno for this football team. We'll talk to David Garrard about that. Listen, today. I guess we, we, have, we have not been able to punch outside of our class. Every heavyweight team has beaten our rear end. But if you're looking for something to give you a little bit of hope, well, until Cincinnati-Cleveland, we've handled the Bucks of the world. You know, the, the, the Colts and the Falcons and the Saints and the Steelers, that level of team. But we'll see. They got to be reeling. I mean, it's false. I'm, I'm feeling false confidence down at that stadium, and from coming from that locker room. Any, 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 you know, statement that, you know, that to the contrary. Yeah, like you can understand them expressing the confidence still, still to, because yeah. they were eight and three. There's nothing else they can do at this point, right? Like whatever that frustration is that you want to see from them, I think you'll see it whenever the season comes to an end from the guys, but they don't want to show it now, right? Right. Like, while they're still in the middle of the fight, now they don't feel like is the time, and that's that's okay. They got three games left. They have handled these kinds of games pretty well over the course of the season, but they're not the same team they were over the course of the season. It looks like they're probably going to be without Zay, right? So now you're talking about two of your top three guys being out Oof. in the wide receiver room. Your quarterback's in the concussion protocol. Like, the problems keep mounting up. Uh, for this football team as we get closer and closer to the time when you need to be playing and feeling your best. And they're on the opposite end of that with three games left in the season. And they got a little weight of expectation. You know, last year it was house money. They got hot. They were freewheeling. They felt good. And now they you're were chasing. Now you're six yeah. and two. You're eight and three. You're supposed to be something. And they are failing miserably these last mm. three weeks. We'll see if they can get it straightened out at Tampa. So, yeah. All right, Tony. Have a great show. Thank Mike you. and Tony. Jaguars today. David Garrard in house as well. Emmanuel. Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff. Uh, my takeaway is this. The uh, Jaguars, after yesterday, are fifth worst against the pass in the National Football League. And the team now goes to Tampa, where Baker Mayfield yesterday threw for 348, four touchdowns in the, fir- per- the first perfect passer rating in visitors' history at Lambeau Field. It's... Not an easy, quick, get-well trip to Tampa on Christmas Eve. E. And shout-out to the Googans who helped me get out of that muddy stick situation at Tailgaters yesterday. But what about the ones that didn't? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. They know who they yeah, are. Yeah, choice words for y'all. <laughs> uh, listen, I'll just say this. I'll reiterate it the rest of the week and going forward. It is vitally important for a team, a franchise, wanting to change its DNA to to win this division and get into the playoffs, regardless of what happens, regardless of if you can't punch with the heavyweights, you've got to continue to maintain this franchise has been a loser franchise for many of the 29 years, and you have a great opportunity. Do not blow this and figure out a way. Doug Peterson, you better start finding the right buttons to push again and the right play calls, and we'll see what happens the rest of the week. All right, that'll do it. Uh, The Monday version of the Drill Jeff is over. It is. It's been the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Enjoy Jaguars today. Uh, Coming up next.